The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Now out of the shotgun, higher with Duffy blocking for him. Looks to throw, going for it all. Post pattern to Burr. Jump ball. Burr caught it. Touchdown, Kennesaw. This afternoon, it's round two of the Class D1 State Football Playoffs in Kennesaw as the undefeated Blue Devils battle the renegades of Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. They'll stay out of the pistol. Duffy stands to the right, second and goal. They'll give it to Duffy left side, inside the five, gets to the two, to the one, touchdown, Kennesaw. Duffy on a counter play off the left side is into the end zone for the second time tonight. Kennesaw has steamrolled their first nine opponents this season with no game closer than 24 points. Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing avenged last year's playoff loss to Palmer in the opening round and looks for another big win today. It's the Renegades and Blue Devils coming up next, but for the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll join ESPN Radio's Doug Dude and Larry Baker live from Kennesaw right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Kennesaw. What's turning out to be a beautiful third Wednesday afternoon for high school football. It is time for the D2 second round, and we should have a dandy. In fact, a game that a lot of people around the state that have seen both teams that have covered high school football exclusively uh, year to year, like Bob Jensen at Huskerland Prep Report, believes that this could be one of the better games of the day, despite Kennesaw being undefeated in Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing coming in with two losses, two quality losses, I guess you would say. Uh, one of them to Burwell, the defending state champion who we saw last week, but really wasn't the same team uh, after they got banged up. In fact, it was really that game and the next week that Burwell got banged up and, and did not recover. Their other losses to West Holt, who's 8-1 and one and the number one seed on uh, this side of the bracket. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you on the New Tech Seed pregame show, and we remind you, as always, our games are available online, streaming live at Platt riverpreps.com platriverpreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by barney insurance carney lexington holdridge and uh, lincoln and larry baker uh, you've got a couple of uh, programs here and we have to be careful the way we say chambers wheeler central ewing that's a mouthful we'll probably refer to them as a renegades a lot but uh, both of these programs over the years, whether it was all three of those schools or one at a time, have pretty deep, rich football traditions. Well, no question. And when you talk about Chambers, uh, Wheeler Central, Ewing, Doug, they were just in the state championship game a couple of years ago. Tremendous football program that's been built there built there by Coach Tramer. And, and it is an incredible matchup because you're also going to get tonight a Kennesaw program who is a deep playoff uh, perennial. Uh, with a tremendous coach and a great program. And this kind of smells like a year for them where this thing could get really deep, but they're going to get tested today as the undefeated Kennesaw. Well, Kennesaw always seems to be that program that 
is good and something happens. There's an injury. They get a, a draw where maybe the semifinal matchups in the second round or, or something like that. Something has always kept them away from a state final since 1990. As much as they have won here under head coach Craig Schnitzler, they have only made it into that fourth round one time, and that was back in 2011 where Elgin Pope John beat them. All the way back in 2000, they made that deep run and then lost to Lawrence Nelson, who went on and went to the uh, state final that year. So one time in the final for Kennesaw, you take a look at what Chambers Wheeler Central has done. This is the second year that Ewing has been in. The previous four years to that, it was Chambers Wheeler Central. And as you said, they were the 2015 runner-up. They were in the playoffs, winning games for four straight years. Ewing on its own was the D2 champion in 2008 and then made it to the semifinals before falling in 2009. But even uh, where you think there should be maybe a few more numbers population-wise, Wheeler Central, don't want to overlook them either. Uh, They were a six-man power bringing home some titles. And ironically, I remember probably one of the first playoff games I ever did here at Kennesaw, a miserable day and one that Kennesaw wants to forget because Chambers came down and upset them way back in 1998, 20 to nothing. It was kind of a weather conditions worse than we had in the first round last week. It was windy. It was rainy. There was water standing everywhere here uh, at Kennesaw, and uh, Chambers came up, and that's the last time that these teams have met in the playoffs. Well, Doug, when you talk about today's game, and you're exactly right, uh, Kennesaw just seemed to be a little snake bit here in these last few years. Uh, When both Tyler and Preston Schnitzler were on those teams, they were fabulous teams and just had some injury trouble as they went through that. Kennesaw's been able to stay healthy. They're really rolling. You know, when you did this Kennesaw team, and here's where this matchup gets really interesting today. Kennesaw's averaging 63 points a game, Doug, and that is a lot of points. They've put 4,000 yards of offense up uh, on this season. So they're really good. Most of it on the ground, 3,000 of it on the ground. But when you look at Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing, Not quite as much offense, only about 3,000 yards, still an incredible amount, but they're scoring 43 points a game. So you look at a ton of offense coming in here, but if you look a little closer, Kennesaw, Doug, doesn't give any up. Kennesaw's only giving 13 points a night up, and an eight-man football, Doug, that is a, well, I'll say a huge number in statistics. It's a teeny number in reality. They've only given up, Doug, 1,600 total yards on the season has this defense, 900 passing they only give up 677 yards rushing on the year so you're talking about a team that's given up less than 100 yards a night uh rushing now that they're uh, through their ninth game and chambers wheeler central they want to run it they've ran it for 2500 on the year so you talk about a team that's only given up about 600 and one that's gone for 25 what gives tonight And I'll tell you another thing, something that we see time and time again with some of these eight-man schools, they are so successful, they roll so much, they don't have to play their starters in the fourth quarter, let alone the second half. The closest game of the year for Kennesaw was opening night to Elm Creek, who's going to play on the other side of this bracket against South Loop tonight, 6 o'clock on Classic Hits 98.9. That was 24 points on opening night. The closest game since then was the 72-40 season-ending win against Heartland, 32 points that's the closest game they've had since opening night when they do get tested and it will be some point whether it's today or whether it's down the road will you have enough to go sometimes the teams that have been tested a couple three times are able to uh, handle that a little bit better this is the new tech seed pregame show on kxpn carney kics hastings and platriverpreps.com when we come back we'll hear from the head coaches of both of our ball clubs Coach Tramer at Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing, Coach Nitzler at Kennesaw here on ESPN. 
had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden I get a call and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them I and mean, they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Round two of the state high school football playoffs have us in Kennesaw this afternoon as the Blue Devils take on Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing. Yes, that's a mouthful, and yes, there's a lot of things that go along with it, but this program, whatever the consolidation, has been very good for quite some time, and head coach Tom Tramer joins us here. And uh, Coach, uh, I'm sure the kids were very pleased with the outcome of last week's game, avenging the playoff loss from last year. How much did that have to do with it, and do you think that was the best game you played all year? Uh, yeah, actually, I do believe so. You know, uh, and you know, Palmer did beat us last year in the playoffs, but that was the furthest thing on our kids' mind. Uh, we wanted to sharpen some things up. We hadn't been playing real well on offense um, coming into that Palmer game. Uh, as some of our scores, you know, we scored fourteen, thirteen, or whatever. Our defense had been playing real good, keeping us in those games. Um, but we really wanted to get better offensively, and and we threw some new wrinkles in and stuff like that, and our kids had fun with it. And yeah, offensively, that's what you know. That's the best game we've played all year, and that's kind of where where you want to be at this point in the season. You want to be playing your best football as as you go on. Coach, for those that are unfamiliar with the situation of having all these communities come together and Ewing coming on last year, talk about the challenges. You've got kids in three different schools, and just adding, adding, adding the last three years. What are some of the challenges with that? Uh, you know, the biggest challenge is you know first thing getting the kids. Um, comfortable with each other, getting them to gel and the team chemistry and things like that. Uh, this year, it kind of took a little longer than um, previous years, just to kind of get everybody on the same page. And, you know, you kind of almost have to make new friends and things like that um, with each new class coming in into the consolidation, or not consolidation, the co-op, sorry. Uh, but then, you know, scheduling practices, we, we practice in all three sites. Uh, we have home games in all three sites. So, you know, there, there's a lot that goes behind this co-op to make it work and and the communities have been really um they really enjoy it so they've been very helpful uh you know whether we have a, a meal before a game or something like that all the parents the communities they really give us support so that makes it a little bit easier of course in 2015 as chambers wheeler central making it all the way to the state championship game did you need Ewing to come in to get enough numbers to avoid everybody going six man. How did that all process uh, break down? Yeah, when we uh, when we brought in Ewing two years ago, we needed them to be able to compete in eight man. I, I think we would have been okay for one more year, but then that next year we would probably have to forfeit a bunch of games um, because we've been really low on numbers. So Ewing just brought brought us to a number standpoint to help us out, and they're just a small community just like we were. You know, they were with O'Neill before, and that's a bigger community. Uh, and it's just a better fit for them, I think, here uh, with with Chambers and Weir Central, where 
we're all three small communities. We all want to get to get along and make this thing work so we can be competitive uh, in eight-man football. We're talking with the head football coach of the Renegades in uh, Tom Tramer. Tom, just take me a little bit through your year. You're coming into the ball game today at 7-2. and two. Uh, The two losses, uh, a nail-biter to West Holt, and then you got beat by Burwell, which is a good competitive game between you two, uh, and that was right before Burwell started to suffer some injuries. Take me through your season as a whole. Uh, you, you, like I said earlier, we had a fight, you know, team chemistry and getting along with each other and, and gelling as a team. And that kind of came along as we've gone on. You know, that Burwell game when we played them, that's probably the worst we've played all year. However, they were full strength and a full strength Burwell team probably would be competitive with anybody in the state. Uh, you know, they, and they lost their quarterback and then maybe their running back and a few other players after that game. So a full strength Burwell team was very tough to play. Um, and then we played West Holt. We played really good defensively, offensively. We kind of struggled still a little bit. Um, that was that night where it was really rainy. So that did limit them a little bit, and it also limited us to what we could do. But we were really pleased. You know, you're never happy with a loss. We were pleased with how our team played after that West Holt game. Uh, you know, they're 8-1 and one in the second round of playoffs still. Uh, and then we played a very tough uh, OC squad um, the last game of the year. And had to come back from, you know, come back at the end to win that game. And I saw, I thought our kids showed a lot of resilience in that game where they never gave up. They kept fighting, uh, and we beat that squad. And then, you know, we played Palmer and, and maybe had one of our best games of the year. So hopefully we're kind of gelling and, and clicking on all cylinders at this time. Had to get healthy coming into the year. I know uh, Daniel Leibolt got hurt for you last year and one constant usually with most eight-man teams, unless you're somebody like Giltner, uh, is you got to be able to run the football, and usually those are the same guys that are making the tackles for you, and that's kind of the case. Daniel Leibolt, Ross Gribble, uh, they they get their name called a lot when we call a game. Yeah, absolutely. Those are two really special players, but also our offensive line, uh, you know, like I, told, I tell people all the time that Daniel Leibolt won't be as special as he is without the offensive line in front of him, and we started two new guys there this year. Uh, who did play a whole lot last year, but played some. Uh, so that took some time getting those guys, you know, up to speed with what we were doing and things like that. Uh, and then just like you said, staying injury free. Uh, we've had some dings and, and bangs here, here, here and there, but other than that, we've been kind of staying healthy and, you know, that's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> Tom uh, Tramer joining us here for another minute to uh, Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing head coach for the folks that haven't seen you coach, just a real quick synopsis of what you like to do offensively and defensively? Uh, defensively, we like to stop the run. Uh, I mean, that's, that's key when you're playing most eight-man schools. you got to be able to stop the run. So we do some different things there. Our secondary has gotten better as year goes on, so we, we like to play a little bit more zone coverage and, and maybe not put so much pressure on those guys having to play man. Uh, offensively, if you've ever watched us play, you know that we like to, to get the ball to the edge and use our speed to uh, – to, run away from you rather than run straight at you. Our passing game this year hasn't been as strong as it has been in the past, but uh, we can still throw some play action and things like that at you. Uh, we like to spread the field a little bit, like I said, to uh, to get that get our playmakers out on the edge. So you're not going to see a lot of power, straightforward football from us, but more of us getting to the edge. And, Tom, what do you do with this Kennesaw team that just seems to have uh, so many uh, weapons of running the football in a good line themselves? Yeah, Kennesaw is really tough. Just watch them on film. You know, their line fires off the ball. They get into you. They they block really well. They have really a three-headed monster run the football with their quarterback, fullback, and 
tailback. Uh, you know, all three of them are really special players. You can't just key on one guy. Uh, like I said, we're going to have to uh, be able to stop the run uh, today and and hopefully, you know, make a few plays on offense to where we can be uh, come out on top. Well, Tom, it'd be great to see your football team again. Always appreciate the time you give us here, and uh, best of luck today. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. That's Tom Tramer, head football coach of the Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing Renegades, and we'll be back and talk with Craig Schnitzler, the head coach of the Kennesaw Blue Devils, right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Just like athletics, to assure a winning combination with insurance, you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price. Contact the Crawl Agency for protection written through the Wadena Insurance Company, a member of the IMT Group in Des Moines, Iowa. Wadena provides fast claim service, new car replacement, and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium. Call the Crawl Agency Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, and Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMT Group, and you, your winning combination. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planning the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and golden harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with golden harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on ESPN Radio as Kennesaw tries to keep things rolling this afternoon in their undefeated season against Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing, and head coach Craig Schnitzler joins us. Coach, how are you going to beat three schools? Well, that's a tough chore ahead of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll take one at a time, I guess, but uh, no, we, we've got to take all three on. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a good ball club. Uh, looking at film, they do a lot of good things. They're well coached. And, it's going to be a great challenge for our team. Well, Craig, you have really steamrolled a lot of football teams. Even good teams like Elm Creek and Heartland uh, weren't close. You just seemed to wear teams down. And I know when we talked at the beginning of the year, you had virtually everybody back, had all these starters back. I'm guessing you have to be pretty pleased that this season has kind of played out as you had hoped to this point. Yeah, it really has. Uh, we've been, it's been exciting to coach these kids. It's been a lot of fun. Um, they just keep getting better every week, it seems like, and and they're hungry. Um, you can just tell by watching them play. They're having fun. They're flying around. They're making plays, and it's just been a lot of fun. Tell me a little bit about how you've been able to get the team better when they haven't probably played a whole lot of fourth-quarter football. Maybe the practices are as competitive as anything. Well, our, our practices, you know, there's not as much hitting going on. Um, in practices there used to be but uh, the biggest thing is we're, we're spending a lot of time coaching the little things and I know the kids you know they get tired of hearing you know you did this wrong you did that wrong but I think in order to get better you've got to get better and you've got to get rid of the little mistakes you're making uh, because in the big games they're going to really show up and so we really put a lot of emphasis on that and just continue to get better in that regard. Craig, I've said over the years that when you don't have to start at square one, day one of practice, you can work on onside kick coverage. You can work on a lot of things that maybe some teams don't even have time to because they have to work on on the basics. What are some of those things that maybe you've had more time to work on this year? You know, with this group, um, we've been linebacker heavy, so we've been able to change up our defenses a lot and, and just give some different looks that 
that uh, most teams have never seen. It's it's non-traditional, and uh, we've been able to get people in position to make plays, uh, take away big plays that that teams want to run, and so that's probably been the biggest thing. Just being able to change things up defensively up front and and use our linebacker speed to our advantage. Well, we know that you've always been run first and been able to run it, and you've run the ball very well this year, but that actually gave Taylor Pulver, who was really the only new starter for you, an opportunity to throw the ball a little bit. Talk about his season. Uh, he's he's really come on as the season's gone. Um, he's getting stronger in the run game as far as running himself. We've we've uh, used him more the, probably in the last three or four games, and he's done a great job. And then uh, his throwing is, just continues to get better. And and a lot of things are set up because we're running the ball really well uh, to this point. And, uh, but his throwing percentage is somewhere around 60%. He's, he's got nine, over 900 yards passing. And so it's, it's been a great, uh, great uh, additive to our offense. And, uh, you know, you just can't load up and, and try to stop the run because we can throw the football and we've got some really good receivers. Talking with Kennesaw football coach Craig Schnitzler here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Has the way you've called the offense this year differed from the last decade that we've watched your football teams? I would say a year ago it was because we were so inexperienced. Uh, but this year uh, we've thrown the book at these kids and, and they've really responded. Uh, they've, they've picked things up because they've had a year under their belt. and So we've been able to add some things Um because they're they're veteran players, and and I think that has helped us uh, in our games. I remember in the past, you, you I mean your boys specifically, you've always had enough speed to get to the edge, and then if you had the boys up front, you could run over people. Uh, are you able to run over people this year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, our guys up front have done a great job of of opening holes, and uh, and along with that, the backs have. We've got a lot of yak yards this year. Um, our backs, they like though. We're we're not the fastest in the world, so we're not exactly going to get to that edge and go the distance. But uh, all three of our the quarterback uh, Pulver and and Duffy and uh, Burr, they'll run you over. Uh, they've got great leg strength and they keep their leg drive. And so yeah, we we can play smash mouth. Well, let's talk a little bit because as we just talked with Coach Tramer. They're going to want to get to the outside. I think he's conceded that you're a little bit bigger up front. I don't know about physically uh, how that'll match up. We'll find out probably right away in this football game. But is this classic their speed versus your bulk, or are you going to be able to match them in that aspect? Well, we we're hoping to take that edge. You know, not keep them from getting the edge, and and uh, you know those are things we focused on. And and the Lebeau kid, he. He's a great runner, great athlete, and uh, if you over pursue him, he'll cut you, he'll cut back on you, and he'll hit a seam, and he'll be gone. And so, we've got to have good flow, and and we've just got to play solid football. Craig, talk about your defense and and how you've played. They look pretty balanced. There's no kid out here, and again, probably some of that is they don't have to play four quarters. You don't have a hundred yard tackler, but uh, you're pretty balanced with what you do put out there. Yeah, we really are. Uh, we've got our guys up front have done a great job. Uh, in in getting penetration and and creating some some havoc back there and then we've got good flow with our linebackers and you know this year our our run defense has just been outstanding throughout the year uh the yards we've we've given up we've had a couple games where they were minus rushing yards uh by the end of the game and so and our pass defense has gotten better uh we've given up some plays at times but 
but overall just been really solid and and uh it's been fun to watch these kids play defense last minute here with craig schnitzer kennesaw blue devils what else have you seen from this uh, renegade team obviously they've been a, a playoff force the last few years yeah, they you know they're they're senior dominant just like we are. So they've got a lot of experience and playing time. Uh, and the fact that they were in the state finals just two years ago when these seniors were sophomores, and so you know you're they're a confident group. They've got a lot of athletes out there. Uh, they got some size up front that we got to contend with, and and it's just gonna. I think it's gonna be a great game against two really good ball clubs. And finally, Craig, big picture here. You've coached teams that, okay, it was great to just get into the playoffs. And then, well, we've lost a game, but we should win a playoff game or two. And, and there's a couple of times where you're thinking big picture here, and it looks like uh, if you play the kind of football you've been playing, this team can maybe be playing on the final day of the season. Now, what do you think about uh, the rest of the field and, and that journey? I know it's one game at a time, but that's the stuff we love to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, we haven't talked about it a lot, um, you know, the big picture, but our goal going into the season is was to see how far we can get and can we get the can we get good enough to get the Lincoln and I think we're playing that style of football right now. Um but you know, we've got a big obstacle in C W C E in front of us and and I know the kids are excited. Um they feel good about where they're at, they they have a lot of confidence in their game and, and we just have to execute. Well, Craig, let's see if we can make this a long journey and chat again next week. Best of luck in the game. All right. Thank you, Doug. That's Craig Schnitzler, head football coach of the Kennesaw Blue Devils, as we get close to kickoff in round two of the State 8-Man Playoffs. We'll be back and look at the starting lineups right after this on the new Tech Seed pregame show. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Hybrids alone cannot raise your yields. Kurt Lucas Savage of Farwell and Big Cobb Hybrids will provide you with leading seed products, grower-specific service, and crop planning. Big Cobb Hybrids hybrid placement can take your profitability to the next level. Not only does Big Cobb Hybrids produce, sell, and deliver the highest quality seed, they share all their seed quality information with you, their customers, through their Max Stand program. Big Cobb Hybrids decisions are made locally, and they remain committed to the families they serve. Call Kurt at 308-750-5853. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for today's second-round playoff game between the Renegades of Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing and the Blue Devils of Kennesaw. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Carney. First, the offense for the Renegades. The center, number one, 200-pound senior Logan Pelster. The guards, number 24, 245-pound senior Trevor Klobinish. And sophomore, 265-pound, number 44, Josh Klobinus. It's the ends today. Number 35, a freshman, 170-pounder. Number 35, Logan Sanford. Wide receiver, number 22, 170-pounder, senior Ethan Naughton. In the backfield, the fullback, number 4, 165-pound, senior Ross Gribble. And the eyeback, number 11, 175-pound, senior Daniel Leibolt. The quarterback for the Renegades, number 13, a 150-pound, senior 
Carter, Croxon. The head coach of the Renegades is Tom Tramer, assisted by Jeremy Slonick, Drew Kasseler, Aaron Peterson, Randy Pelster, Matt Maxwell, and Scott Young. They're ranked seventh in the state, and they come in with a record of seven and two on the season. The losses coming to Burwell and to West Holt, and they were a winner over Palmer in the first round last week. Of course, Palmer ended their 10-0 season in last year's quarterfinals and finish the year at 10-1. and one. Now look at the starting lineup for the undefeated Kennesaw Blue Devils. The center, number 65, 230-pound senior Philip Quackenbush. The left guard, number 77, 195-pound senior Dalton Olson. The right guard, number 21, 175-pound senior Stephen Duffy. The ends are number 23, 190-pound junior Ryan Denkert. And number 34, 170-pound junior John Schuster. The fullback, number 32, 180-pound senior Daniel Duffy. The eyeback, number 6, 185-pound senior Tyson Burr. And the quarterback, number 12, 165-pound junior Taylor Pulver. The head coach of the Kennesaw Blue Devils is Craig Schnitzler, assisted by Chuck Rowe, Casey Olson, Parker Trumbull, Tyler Summers, and many others, including Coach Heck and Lively up here in the booth. They're ranked third in the state. The Blue Devils are a perfect 9-0 on the season as an easy shutout win, 57-0 last week over Southwest. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. As far as kids that are out today, uh, Kennesaw is healthy, ready to go. Nobody ill, nobody out. And for uh, Chambers Wheeler Central, they have some youngsters out. Samuel Jesse, Bryson Abbott, and Dylan Macklem are among the guys that are sitting on the sidelines today. Our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Again, don't forget, we also have football right now on the breeze, 94.5 Blue Hill, getting ready to take on North Central. Then at 5 o'clock on 1230 AM, KHAS, Giltner will be hosting Mullen. And finally tonight, the winner of this game plays the winner of South Loop, Elm Creek, and you can hear that 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock kickoff on Classic Hits, 98.9. And again, all of our games online for your family and friends that can't pick up the radio signal here in central Nebraska, go to Platt. RiverPreps.com, PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Kennesaw and Chambers, Wheeler Central Ewing in round two of the D1 State High School football playoffs are coming up next here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, ESPN Radio. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. 
See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax. We've got you covered. Well, it's not going to make 60 degrees like the forecaster said today, but it sure get, did get nicer here over the last 45 minutes. The sun out, the wind is out of the south at 6 miles an hour here in Kennesaw with a temperature of 50 degrees, 48 degrees is what it feels like here today at Kennesaw. So weather should not be uh, any effect as it was a little bit during our first round of the football playoff games last week, Larry. Well, not only that, but, you know, at one point you looked outside yesterday, Doug, and it looked like January. You wondered what today was going to be like, and this today has just turned into a fabulous November football day. We want to remind you that state football action is brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Back to receive it will be Tyson Burr. Actually, what wind there is, Chambers-Wheeler Central looks like they're going to kick into here. Of course, we don't have a north-south field at Kennesaw. We've got the east-west field. So today when the sun's going down, it might be hard to look at. Yeah, that's there. right. Think, Larry? You're, not, you're not used to that very often. You don't play games at this time. But a lot of games in the afternoon. We'll give you a look at some of the scores. Uh, Perkins County actually had an early lead over the number one seed uh, for West Holt. So that was the earliest game, one of the earliest games to kick off today, as was Lawrence Nelson and Garden County. We're ready to go. Booting the ball in the air will be Lucas Anderson. Burr back, hoping to get a chance to return it, but it is going to sail into the end zone, and Kennesaw will take over first and 10 at their 15. And right away here, what are you looking for, Larry? Nobody stops Kennesaw if Chambers Wheeler Central can force a punt here. Uh, that gets this game off to an interesting start. Yeah, no doubt about it, but you're going to see the same thing. They're going to establish Duffy from the fullback spot right inside. You're going to get lots of sweep from Burr. You know, Burr's rushed for, you know, 1,200 yards on the season with Duffy over 800. So that backfield set, and they're going to go right out of the pistol. So out of the uh, pistol formation with the backs flanking, Pulver's going to keep it, follow his backs over the left side. There's not much there. He's going to get out to the 17-yard line, a gain of two. Yeah, just ran quarterback blast there, sent both backs through the hole quarterback follow and coach Schnitzler mentioned to me he goes you know we haven't necessarily had a ton of big plays like we've had in the past where you're busting off 50 60 yards none of the backs actually average eight yards a carry and that may sound like a lot when you're thinking 11 man college football but in eight man when you get an undefeated team you've got a lot of times where they're averaging 10 11 yards a touch because they have such big runs they'll go out of the tight eye formation this time hand it to the fullback Duffy and there's nowhere to go the Renegades doing a good job Busting things up there. Logan Pelster among those in on the tackle. Gain of about a half a yard, third and eight. And that's the deal, Doug. There's going to be some tough stuff in those A-gaps and B-gaps. You know, Pelster goes 200 up there. Klobinich goes 265. You know, I mean, they've got some beef up there up front. They've got three guys that are really big. Uh, playing up front. And again, Pulver can throw the ball. He's going to be in the shotgun, and Daniel Duffy will be a blocking back. And a low snap, looking. Pulver throws over the middle. It's a bullet, and it's caught at the 26-yard line. Enough for a first down into the hands of Ryan Dankert. Move the chains here. Boy, that was a powerful throw over the middle, and Dankert does a good job of hauling it in the tackle made by Ross Grimble. And that's really important, Doug. When you want to run the ball and you want to be a team that controls the line of scrimmage and run, you have to be able to complete 
uh, some passes down the field. And, you know, Kennesaw's thrown the ball for nearly 1,000 yards, and that just creates a ton of running lanes when you can do that. So first down and 10 here for the Blue Devils. Getting a third down conversion out of the I formation. Pitch right side, looking for some room as Berber breaks a tackle 30, 35, 40. He's into Chambers Wheeler Central Territory, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at around the 35-yard line, a gain of 19. And that's going to be the key. We told you right off the top you were going to see sweet fullback lead, Doug, and that's going to be important. Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing goes 200, 245, and 265 across the front. You've got to get outside of those guys, and if Kennesaw can get outside of them, they're going to make some money doing that. So it'll be first down and 10. First snap in Renegade territory. Back to pass Pulver. He's just got Dankert in motion. Down the field, it's overthrown. He had to get it to Ryan Dankert, the only man that was in the pattern. Yeah, they only ran one there, and they ran a corner route. And I think if Dankert just keeps running, he catches it, he'd come free. Interesting, though, that uh, he just threw it so quickly he had max protection there, releasing Dankert, and Pulver just kind of pulled the trigger a little early. He had plenty of time. We always tell kids on that throw, just take your time because you'll usually overthrow them. If you don't have anything in your teeth, take your time. Second down and 10. The back's a half yard and a yard behind Pulver. Here's a little pitch play. Burr trying to get outside on the left side. He does get a little. He'll get inside the 35-yard line to about the 30. I will tell you right up front, they didn't repaint the lines. They're a little hard to see with the glare here of the five-yard markers, but it's a nice run around the left end. Going to be a gain of six, third down and four. Yeah, and one of the things you're seeing is Kennesaw has had some speed in the past with both Schnitzler boys, but they didn't have a lot of team speed. This team might not have that home run threat like Tyler or Preston Schnitzler, but they've got more team speed overall. Third down and four. Fullback Duffy straight ahead and nowhere to go. The Renegades stand him up for no gain. It'll be fourth down. Of course, they'll go for it, but off the bottom of the pile, it's going to be Gribble and Pelster. They're going to call their name a lot today on defense. And you're going to have to, uh, Coach Schnitzler's doing a good job staying committed to the A and B gaps with the fullback. It's going to be tough sledding because of uh, the Renegades' tough D-line, but you have to stay committed to that to keep the outside open. Fourth down and four. Ball just outside the Renegade 30-yard line. They're going to send two men out wide to the right here. Still have a running back in the backfield flanking Pulver to his right. He'll take the snap quarterback keeper all the way. He's trying to get to the outside. He's not going to get there. The Renegades are able to make a stop. Over on the tackle is going to be Leibold and Croxon. And I'm not even sure he got back to the line of scrimmage. So stopped on downs, the Blue Devils and the Renegades will take over first and 10 at the 30. Ton of penetration, Doug. You saw Pelster and both Klobinesh boys. You know, these two guys, I don't know if they're brothers or not. Uh, one's a sophomore, one's a senior, one's 265 and one's 245. Wouldn't have a clue what that lunch bill is at home, but it ain't cheap. <laughs> and they're going to spread things out here for quarterback Carter Croxon, and he'll fake the jet sweep, wants to keep it himself, and he is going to be dripped. It dropped in the backfield, a loss on the play. Duffy is there. I'll tell you what, we've talked with Coach Nitzler in the past. Duffy, Duffy, Dankert, Schuster. Boy, these boys have been playing a lot of football right from their freshman season. A loss of two, it'll be second and 12. Yeah, Duffy's a fast kid, super tough, real heady. You'll see Chambers Wheeler Central. It'll be all out of the spread, Doug. Lots of jet sweep. They run that they want to run the ball, but they do it out of a lot of wide open stuff. Croxon will be in the shotgun and have his backs just behind him, and they'll fake the handoff right. 
Give it into the hands there of Leibolt. Leibolt, the 1,000-yard rusher, is going to get over the 30 to the 35-yard line. Nice gain. will give him a third down and manageable here. We'll call it a gain of seven, third, and five. Yeah, Doug, and it's the free safety, Tyler Pulver, that comes up and makes that tackle. And if he doesn't, they're lining up for a two-point conversion. Very good tackle there. Formed him up nice. Ball right on the end of the K on the Renegade Half of the 40-yard line, third down at the 35. Two wideouts, one right, one left. Quarterback draw. No, it's going to be Leibold on a wildcat, and he's going to be brought down short of the first down. The tackle made by Dalton Olson. So they're going to have to keep our eyes open today. A gain of three, fourth and two at midfield. This is something that Coach Tramer knows his team can make, but in an interesting spot, you don't want to get stuck at midfield. Yeah, and that was trapped there, Doug. All of this stuff, and they're deep. It's not pistol. It's full gun. They're about six or seven yards deep, and it's all regular run package stuff. It's trap. It's ISO. They just do it out of a different looking set. Now they're going to get under center and in the eye. Kennesaw has to make sure not to jump. Fourth and two. They're lining up to go for it. They will. They'll hand it to the fullback off the right side, and getting the first down is Ross Gribble into Kennesaw territory at the 37-yard line, a gain of five. Doug, on both sides of the ball so far, we're very, very early. Only 7 three left in the first quarter, but Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing has controlled the line of scrimmage both defensively, and they're controlling it here offensively. That's the second time the free safety uh, Pulver has has had to make a tackle there. Ethan Notton will split out wide to the right. They will put Gribble, it looks like, in the slot right and leave Leibold in the backfield with his shotgun quarterback, Croxton, who drops back to pass, trying to set up a screen. He can't get it away. Now rolls right, throws it as far as he can. Leibold's open, and a great catch by Leibold down at the 10-yard line. There was some contact down there with Ryan Dankert, but he made a great catch, and it's going to be inside close to the 10-yard line. Doug, and they can't lose Leibold. This kid's rushed for 1,300 yards on the year, and he's got 186 receiving. 2,000 yards, total uh, yards from scrimmage has libel this year. You can't lose number 11. They're going to find him. 26-yard completion on the scramble. First down and 10. We'll call it the 13-yard line. Leibold in motion. Give it to him on the jet sweep left to right. He cuts it back up inside, breaks a tackle, and will get back to the line of scrimmage. John Schuster did a good job of getting up there and stopping him in his tracks. He did not make the tackle, but he made sure there wouldn't be much of a gain. We're going to say no gain second and 10. Yeah, Doug, John Schuster did exactly what you teach him to do. On the edge, he's the force player. He has to force that back inside. He forced it back inside, and the Blue Devil defenders rallied to it. Midway through the first quarter, scoreless. First possession for Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing. Out of the shotgun, they'll run option to the left side. Faking the pitch, Croxton, he'll bring it up the middle of the football field. And after about a four-yard gain, he's going to be ripped down by, as you heard, Pulver and Schuster. It'll be third down. Give him a gain of about six. Got a little bit more than I thought there, Larry. So off that option, just dove into the left side of the line and got six. Yeah, what Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing does, Doug, to keep you off is it's A-gap run or D-gap run, and, and they show you both. On every play, they've got a back going to the A-gap and a back going to the D-gap on every play. Third and fourth to seven, Croxton under center out of the eye formation. Hands it to Leibold off the right side, finds a little seam, and he'll run over two Blue Devils to the four, but he should be short by about a yard and a half. We're going to say it's a gain of two. It's just a massive push there by this uh, offensive line. So fourth down and two. Kennesaw got two first downs, and then we're stopped on fourth down. Now two first downs for Chambers-Wheeler Central, almost, although much deeper in Kennesaw territory. Fourth and two at the Kennesaw four-yard line on their opening possession. 
out of the pistol with Weibolt to his left, Cribble to his right. Long count, takes the snap, high snap. It's going to be an option to the left side, pitch it out here to Cribble. Gribble is going to break a tackle. He won't get in. Now he'll roll over the top and will get in for the touchdown. Looked like they were going to call him at the one, and they say no. Touchdown on fourth down for Chambers, Wheeler Central Ewing. Yeah, it's very tough to defend because, Doug, it was true triple. They stuck it in the fullback's uh, belly on the way through, so you've got to defend A and B gap, and then they get it out on the edge and pitch off the option. Really well designed. I was kind of surprised maybe they didn't try to kick a field goal there in pregame warm-ups. The Chambers kicker was making them from about 35. So it'll be a extra point attempt here. They do kick him, as you just heard Larry say. Popped high in the air, and it is good. So with 4.37 to go in the first quarter, our first five points bank touchdown. Five points bank of Carney, the better bank, a four-yard run on fourth down from Ross Gribble. It's Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing 7, Kennesaw nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Just like athletics, to assure a winning combination with insurance, you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price. Contact the Crawl Agency for protection written through the Wadena Insurance Company, a member of the IMT Group in Des Moines, Iowa. Wadena provides fast claim service, new car replacement, and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium. Call the Crawl Agency Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMT Group, and you, your winning combination. And we're lined up to kick it away again, and Anderson's got enough of a leg on him that he pounds it through the back of the end zone. Always a huge weapon in eight-man football, maybe even more than 11-man, because if you don't allow those special teams to get good returns, you stick about that 15 every single time, and both of the kickoffs now for the Renegades have been touchbacks. Yeah, that's absolutely uh, the case, Doug. Kennesaw's got to get it going up front. This thing right now on both sides of the ball depends on their uh, big guys. So they'll line up in the eye formation down 7 nothing. They'll hand to the eye back. Burr, big hole off the left side, 15-20, lowers the shoulder, has the first down across the 25. The ball came loose, but it looks like after he hit the ground, the official did not throw the beanie. I don't think they ever saw it. The ball was covered by the Renegades and Justice Metschke out there. The officials are going to discuss it and say, no, he was down. It's going to be a gain of 12 out to the 27-yard line. You know, Doug, I will say the quickness here. Kennesaw's got the speed. When Berg gets in the open, he's got a little bit of shake, and it looks like he could get going if they can give him a crease. That's what Kennesaw has always loved to do, get on the outside and run past you. They'll give it to Burr left side. He's hitting the backfield, and this time we'll only get back to the line of scrimmage. Two, three guys on him almost the moment that he is able to hand off the football. Trevor Klobinish among those on the tackle. Well, yeah, the key there is Klobinish gets it to kind of blow up, and then Ross Gribble, the linebacker, comes in and cleans it up. Kennesaw's got to find a way to handle these big guys inside. It is second down and nine. Four minutes to go here in the first quarter. Seven to nothing in favor of the Renegades. They'll go out of the shotgun this time. Back to pass. Has time. Has time. Has all day. Throws down the right side. He has got Dankert wide open, and he dropped the football at the 20-yard line. Ryan Dankert can't believe it. He was two steps behind the defensive back, puts his hands on his helmet, and finally just comes out of the crouch. 
and goes back to the huddle. A young man that's made so many plays, overcome some injuries during his career, and something that they'll go back to. And good protection up front. Maybe the run protection hasn't been that good, but good pass pro. And the three times they've thrown it, they've had it. And he was five yards, maybe a few more than that, beyond the DB there. And the DB, I don't have, he's number 13, Carter Croxon. He's the corner. So now twins to the right side, third down. Back to pass again. Same play down the right side. This time, though, they're going for Burr, and he's covered, and it is incomplete. So again, under some better pressure, we'll have to see some better route running, some better decisions, because that was well covered. And finally, he just had to chuck the ball down the field in a punting situation, which Kennesaw hasn't had to do much all year long. Now in Croxton there, they tried to pick on him again, and he was uh, stride for stride that time. Tyson Burr is the punter here. And Leibold, of course, back to return it here. Ball marked at the 29-yard line of Kennesaw. There's the snap. Only a, really a one-man rush, and he almost got there. A high kick that will bounce at the 25. And Leibold will pick it up, then drop it. And then he dives right back on top of it. Almost there, John Schuster. He hit him hard. But the punt will be marked down at around the 17-yard line. So a good punt that time and no return. Yeah, that's a tough thing. Schuster's doing a nice job there playing it right. He's just standing. He's not going to blow the guy up, and he drops it. And by stop, but he just wasn't able to get on top of it. It'll be a 32-yard punt. And first down and 10 here for the Renegades. 325 to go in the first quarter. They're up 7 to nothing here at undefeated Kennesaw. They'll give it to Leibolt right side. Leibolt runs into the line, bounces off, keeps going, but it's more left and right than it is up the field. Might have got one. And if the Renegades get this lead, I think you're going to see more and more Leibolt. They won't be as diverse maybe as we saw in the opening drive. No game. Yeah, no question. If they, I mean, they just need to big play it with that kid. And they'll be just fine. There they run quarterback lead almost to the C-gap, Doug. And it's tough to do that out of the pistol because he's coming across the formation so far. And Kennesaw's got really good lateral speed. Carter Croxon out of the pistol. And again, they'll have both backs flanking him there. The fullback Cribble to his right. And back to pass again. Has time, has time. Now has flushed. He'll have to run the football. And he's struck down. Making a good job of uh, bringing him down is going to be Schuster. That was just well covered everywhere. He had the pocket. And then when he started up the field, everybody was covered. And uh, the tackle made after a couple of yards. It'll be third down. Well, yeah, your DBs did a great job on the back. But Schuster does a fabulous job by not running around. Doug, he stayed in his gap. And when the thing broke down, he was able to just go get him. 215 and counting in the first quarter. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing took their opening drive down the field. Kennesaw stopped on fourth down and then had to punt. But a fourth down and eight from their own 21-yard line. Shotgun, nobody back there. Croxon, pressure, throws it down the middle of the field looking for the speedster. Leibolt, but overshot him, and Leibolt just ran right by the defensive back, Dankert. But the pass was too long, and now we'll see the Renegades punt. Boy, he ran right by him, Doug. You know, we've seen this before. Kennesaw might have to back that safety up just a hair. Well, we talked with Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report on the Doug and Daddy Show earlier today. He's here, and I asked him why he thinks this could be a close game, and he just said Daniel Leibel. Yeah, he's special. So the punt coming up here, and Pelster is the punter into what win that we do have here. And it'll be Tyson Burr standing back at about his own 25-yard line awaiting the kick. Trailing 7-0 is Kennesaw. And they'll try to kick it away from a high end-over-end kick that doesn't go very far. It's going to go out of bounds near midfield at the Chambers-Wheeler Central sideline. 
and it isn't even going to make midfield. They're still walking. About the 37-yard line, that's only a 17-yard punt, so a break here for Kennesaw. They've got excellent field position. Yeah, Kennesaw just needs to stay patient with their offense. They're in solid shape uh, here. You know, we said it. Both of these teams have got big offenses. Who's going to be able to play big D today? Score update from the West Bracket. It is West Holt, the number one seed, leading Perkins County 19-14 at the half. First down and 10 at the 37-yard line of the Renegades. Inside counter, and they just are all over Duffy. Duffy just can't get going. Three carries, no yards for Duffy. Yeah, Trevor Klobinesh there does a great job. There they tried to run. They ran an offset eye kind of out of a wing. And, you know, if he was on the wing on the left, they ran him in the right A-gap, tried to bring him across the formation, and that's a long time to hold Klobinesh. Lawrence Nelson up 12-6 on Garden County in the third quarter. 6-0, make it 8-0, Johnson Brock over Pender in the first quarter of play on our Simonson Agency scoreboard. Second and 10 at the 36-yard line of the Renegades. Pulver rolls back. He's got a man open, but now he's under pressure, and he is going to be sacked. Great job getting on him, Logan Pelster, because wide open was Ryan Dankert on a drag from his left tight end position, a loss of 3-13. Yeah, they did a really nice job there. They high load the safety there, Doug, and Dankert was wide open. They ran a route on top of him and ran a route right underneath of him, uh, the safety, and uh, Kennesaw was in good shape. One more score for you over on the Breeze, 94.5 FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. In the first quarter, Blue Hills up 13 to nothing on North Central. Now Kennesaw facing a third down at about 13 at midfield, and they better get this snap off. They're down to three seconds, two seconds. They do. Pulver straight back, three men down the field. Pulver going to be sacked. Yeah, and it's the two big guys again, Doug. Uh, Both Klobineshes went and met at the quarterback. And that's going to be all the way back to the 35-yard line, another five yards on the sack. And so they've decided to do something different on passing downs and bring a little bit more pressure. And another punt coming up here for Kennesaw. And kind of what we said with Kennesaw playoff football, they are not executing right now offensively. And that will be the end of the first quarter of play, it is Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing 7 and Kennesaw nothing. We'll get more about it as the Blue Devils get ready to punt right after this. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. With our producer engineer Spencer Shields and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Playoff football on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We start the second quarter. Here's the punt away for the Blue Devils up into the wind. It's very, very high. Leibolt 
lost it in the sun, then it bounces, and he's just going to pick it up and dive on it. Just doesn't want it to bounce anymore. And so the uh, punt will be down at the 13-yard line. That's another 32-yard punt, another no return. Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing leads it 7-0 over the Kennesaw Blue Devils as they take over on the first play of the second quarter. Yeah, very heady play by Leibold. The worst thing in the world is when your punt returner lets that thing roll back to the three and a half your playbook goes away. 38 yards rushing for Tyson Burr for Kennesaw. On the other side, it was a big 26-yard pass to Croxton that helped set up the first touchdown and only touchdown of the game. Here's the handoff to Ross Gribble, who had that touchdown, and he's not going to get much off that left side, maybe a yard and a half. We'll call it second down. And eight. Yeah, and that was a nice job by uh, Sam Shukai getting in there off his defensive end spot and making a tackle. So you got, wouldn't call it true, northeast Nebraska football. A lot of people think you got to be a little farther east, but that's really what you got from Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing, north central Nebraska football. Out of the shotgun on second down and eight. And they want to hand it off here. Leibold out of the Wildcat gives it to Gribble, and Gribble is going to pick up a couple more. It'll be third down and six. Yeah, Doug, and the only reason they're changing up who's playing quarterback there is like they're they're trying to get Leibold the ball on the edge. See, they're showing that, and he's making a read. All they're trying to do is get Leibold the ball so he can pull it and get on the edge. Probably run the play right here, don't you think? No question. See if Leibold lines up as the quarterback. Now there's some confusion in the huddle. Every, I say it a hundred times. Every time that happens, it's a different play, something that's a little out of the ordinary. And let's see if that's what they're going to do here with Twins to the right. Croxon is the quarterback, though, on third down and six. Pitch play out here, Leibold. Lead block, and nobody's going to block for Leibold. He breaks one tackle. He breaks two tackles, but runs out of room over here on the sidelines. Good job by Stephen Duffy. And it's going to be a punting situation for Chambers-Wheeler Central. A gain of one. It'll be fourth down and five. Yeah, Duffy, Dankert, they did a nice job getting that. Nobody accounted for the corner. Everybody blocked inside. Everybody blocked down, and they pulled the guard. The guard needs to kick the corner there because they blocked it down well enough. If the pulling guard would have kicked the corner, he'd still be running. Leibolt's only got 13 yards on six carries so far as Pelster ready to punt it away. Burr stands back at about his own 30. Good snap. Here comes a little pressure. Low line drive kick. Be taken at the 30-yard line. Up the left sideline. Makes the first man miss. But the second man, Ross Gribble, just grabs those shoulder pads and plants Burr. Yeah, that was a really nice job. Again, and an eight-man football, there's such a premium put on it. You know, I always say eight-man football in many ways is the purest form of football because if you don't block and tackle, you don't win here. An 11-man, you can get masses of humanity and some of that. You can miss something, and there's going to be somebody behind you. There's really not an eight-man. That's exactly right. High school playoff action on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration, first and 10 at their own 33-yard line. Out of the eye formation, right side Burr finds a little gap, and our first penalty flag of the game is going to be a hold right there in the middle of the line. Dalton Olson had a couple of guys laying on top of him. This will be our first penalty, but after getting good field position, now it'll be first and 20 all the way back around the 24-23 yard line because that flag is in the backfield. Yeah, this offense gets a tummy ache on big down and distance like that, Doug. It doesn't like it the way they run it, and that really was kind of unfortunate. It was a trap. And when the trapper got there, uh, Chambers-Wheeler Central defender had gotten upfield so much he threw his arm out instead of just shielding him off. At that point, just uh, screening him like a basketball play. And see here, that that's going to be about a 12-yard penalty. It's going to be first down and 22 back at the 22-yard line. So a long way to go, and they will put Pulver in the shotgun. But three downs to get it. 
Let's see if they can manage this pass game or if Burr will be the handoff. Nope, Pulver looking for a quick little underneath, complete into the hands of Dankert at the 30. Shimmies down the sideline at the 35, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds by Metschke, and he gets uh, to about the original line. We're going to give it a gain of 12. We'll call it second down and 10. Yeah, the chambers Wheeler Central coaches are throwing their arms in the air. They were full out block, and that was just a stop route, a little 2-3 hitch on the outside, but the number two receiver just immediately started blocking before the ball was out of the quarterback's hands. See if they go to the same exact play here. 7-0, Renegades leading at Kennesaw. Second down and 10. Nope. Power, left side, nowhere to go, Burr. I mean, it's like there's two or three guys coming through. Unblocked, Leibolt and uh, Gribble there again. Third down and 10. Yeah, they were tried to run toss to the short side there, Doug. And Leibolt and Gribble just set the edge. Uh, right now, Chambers Wheeler Central is setting the edge. We've had the one toss that looked pretty good sweep there uh, for Kennesaw and haven't had one since. And the Blue Devils are going to take time out here. Our first one of the game brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, serving you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 9.36 to go in the first half. It is Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing 7, Kennesaw nothing. The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. It'll be third down and 10. Pulver under pressure. His pass is batted away by Logan Pelster, and it was well covered anyway. His intended receiver over on the Renegade sideline was Ryan Dankert, and this will be the third punt of the game for Kennesaw, and I venture to say there hasn't been a game all year where they've punted more than three times, well, yeah, if that meant Definitely not in a row. You know, they got stopped on downs, and now they've punted it, lining up for the third time here. This defense better stay, stu- better stay stiff for Kennesaw. 7 to nothing. Kennesaw struggling here at home offensively. Nine and a half to go. Not much of a rush this time, and the kick away by Burr again, trying to keep it away from Leibold, and it'll bounce right on the out-of-bounds sideline over here at the 13, or are they going to restart? Well, yeah, at the 12-yard line is where it's going to be uh, marked. 28-6 and six is a 34-yard punt, and it'll be first down and 10 for the Renegades of Chambers, Wheeler Central Ewing, 7-2 and two now on the season. 9-0 and oh for Kennesaw. A low-scoring football game here. Kennesaw's fewest points they've scored in a game was opening night, 36. And they're going to empty the backfield again here. Four wideouts. Looking right, now looking left, throwing over the middle. It's going to be complete into the hands of the fullback, Ross Gribble, but not much. He's going to get up to about the 14-yard line. That's a lot of punishment for a two-yard gain or one-yard gain. Yeah, they ran middle screen there. Second completion of the game for Croxon. He's two of three. The first one set up the first score of the game, a 26-yard pass down to Libel. 
Yeah, they haven't been able to get Leibolt loose. Kennesaw's done a really good job since that first drive, Doug, of stiffening up here. And really, that was that's the only offensive play we've had in the game for Chambers-Wheeler Central. We had a 19-yard run by Tyson Burr the first time he touched it, and that's been the big play for Kennesaw. Again, out of the shotgun, they will send Leibold in motion, give it to him on jet sweep, right to left, stiff arm in the backfield, but what a great tackle for a loss. The ball's fumbled, and it'll be picked up by Chambers-Wheeler Central. I think they're going to call him down anyway, back behind the line of scrimmage around the 10-yard line, and once again, it is Ryan Denkert, I believe the first one that got back there, and he's kind of wringing his hand out a little bit. That was very physical behind the line of scrimmage. A loss of four on the play. It'll be third and 13. Well, that boils down to the weight room, Doug. Dinker got a hold of him and couldn't bring him down, but he was strong enough to hang on. Coach Schnitzler's teams, if you've competed against Kennesaw ever or seen them, they're always big, hefty kids that have spent the time in the weight room, and that showed there. Third and 13 Renegades at their own 10-yard line. Eight minutes to go in the first half. Seven-nothing. Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. Again, four wideouts. And straight back to pass, Croxton in his own end zone, throws it out here, and it is caught, then dropped by Gribble. It was short of the first down anyway. Good defense by John Schuster, trying to get it out here to Ross Gribble at the 20-yard line. And another punt coming up, so something these teams, and again, Chambers-Wheeler Central has played a couple of low-scoring games, a couple of defensive games, that 14-12 to game with West Holt being one of the examples, and fourth down of 13. Yeah, and as we talked about uh, off the air, Chambers Wheeler Central won a game this year on the last play of the game as well, Doug. They've been in these types of battles. Kennesaw will settle in here, though, I think. So punting from the end zone. A little rugby line drive kick taken out of the air at the 33-yard line by Burr. Makes the first man miss, but not the second. Boy, he does a lot of spinning. Gets up near to midfield. It's going to be a 37-yard punt that time. The best punt of the game so far for the Renegades. And a return of about seven out to midfield. So first and 10, Kennesaw. But they have not knocked on the door yet. They took the opening drive to the Renegade 30, and that's been it. Yeah, they had about 15, 20 yards on that er uh, a 15, 20-yard play on that drive. Other than that, it's been fairly slow. So it is first down and 10. Kennesaw trying to find their way into the end zone here before halftime. 7.40 to go out of the tie-dye formation. Duffy off the left side. Finally gets some positive yards into Renegade territory. Not a whole lot. Stretches that ball forward for a couple of yards. Second and eight. No, that was good. Klebanesh got upfield too far that time. And again, like I said, you got to chip away when you're an A-gap, B-gap team like this, and that's what they've got to do. Stay committed with Duffy because I still think Kennesaw's got the dudes that if they can get in the open field, Doug, uh, Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing's only got one guy that can catch him. Philem Quackenbush comes up as the center, sets him down, tie-dye again. Again, Duffy left side again, powers his way forward for a couple of yards. Just inside the 35 to the 34, we'll call it third down and five. Yeah, and I think uh, i got to see that. They, they might be running a little veer now, and that's always the right thing to do, Doug. If you can't block the guy up front, start blocking him with the quarterback's eyes. Just start reading him. So third down and five just inside the Renegade 35-yard line. Staying out of that power eye formation. Quarterback Taylor Pulver under center. They stack the box. Now pitch, try to get outside. Burr gets enough to the first down marker and then is stood up and it's going to be close. It is close. They're going to move those chains at the 30-yard line. Get him to the 29. Nice run that time of five yards 
for Tyson Burr. Now they're the Kennesaw fullback, and N did a really nice job. They doubled uh, Justice Meshke there, and the key there is a lot of times on those sweeps is your backs, your blocking back, string it too far. They've got to get themselves upfield to block, and when they string, the guys run underneath of them, and there Kennesaw's backs, uh, and N did a really nice job. That was a very physical three downs right there. Will they continue to try and stay physical? They line up in that power eye again with both backs so tight to the line of scrimmage. Right side, Burr. Burr breaks a tackle in the backfield and gets a couple. It's not a whole lot, but he is tripped up by the interior lineman. That's Klobodesh again. Josh this time. Josh the sophomore. Trevor the senior. Again at two. It'll be second and eight. Burr has 45 yards on seven carries. Kind of the interesting thing is Trevor Klobodesh there just got up field too far and then just kind of stood. Those big guys are huffing and puffing a little bit, Doug. They're getting a little bit tired. Second down and eight at the Renegade 27-yard line. Staying in this eye formation, they'll give it to Duffy left side. They grab him by the jersey, and that's enough to hold him down for a gain of a yard and a half. It'll be third down and long. Yeah, that is inside Veer, Doug. They're reading the D end on that. They're leaving the D end unblocked, which allows the guard and the tackle or the guard and the end in this uh, uh, eight-man formation to be able to get up onto the linebackers. And that hits so fast. And if those linebackers start to fold inside into that inside veer, you're going to see the uh, pull and pitch uh, with Burr. Third and six at the 24-yard line. Get two downs to crack this one here. Everybody in the box. They'll hand it left side, starting to dance Burr to the outside, and there's nothing there. That one little hesitation, and he wants to do that. He wants to try and read where the defensive back is. But when there's two of them, they just sandwich him in. He dies forward for a couple. It'll be fourth and four. And the interesting thing is, Doug, they keep running it to the short side of the field. Like there, and he just he bounces, and then he bounces one time, one gap, and he's out of room uh, on, on a small, you know, it's a smaller field. This first half is flying by. 4.40 to go in the second quarter. Seven to nothing, Renegades. They scored on their first possession. Fourth down and four at the 22-yard line of the Renegades for Kennesaw. Stay in the power eye. Fake the handoff. Roll to the right. Wants to pass. And Culver's just going to throw it out here. Complete to Berber down the sideline. 20, 15, 10. Touchdown, Kennesaw Blue Devils. And I'll tell you what a job by Taylor Culver. He had three Renegades on top of him and somehow stepped underneath the last man to hit him. And he had all kinds of options there. Yeah, he did a nice job. They ran screen there, Doug. Screen to the short side. And when all the, li- the linemen actually bailed ahead early, you really want them to take a count. And they got out here way too early, and he did a great job, uh, as you said, eluding there. And then when they got the ball out on the screen, all the old linemen were there. Nobody left. And now Dane Isley will come in and try the extra point. The seniors ready. The snap good. The kick is a low line drive, and it is good. It got over the low. It got over the crossbar. The officials looked at each other. Looked at each other. And all right, it's good. So with 4.21 to go in the first half, Kennesaw and Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing are tied at seven. Our five points bank touchdown, a 22-yard pass to Tyson Burr. Hybrids alone cannot raise your yields. Kurt Lucas Savage of Farwell and Big Cobb Hybrids will provide you with leading seed products, grower-specific service, and crop planning. Big Cobb Hybrids hybrid placement can take your profitability to the next level. Not only does Big Cobb Hybrids produce, sell, and deliver the highest quality seed, they share all their seed quality information with you, their customers, through their Max Stand program. Big Cobb Hybrids decisions are made locally, and they remain committed to the families they serve. Call Kurt at 308-750-5853. 
The folks at Buzz's Marine want to stress the importance of weatherizing your boat. Let Buzz's first-class service technicians work on your boat now so you don't have to worry about it in the spring. A little preventative maintenance will save you time, money, and a huge headache in the spring. So go to buzzesmarine.com and see what tailored winterization package will work best for your boat. Then call Buzz's Marine at 308-234-4576 to set up an appointment. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Cardi. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker with you here on ESPN Radio. Round two of the state high school football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Tied at seven, Kennesaw's going to go squib kick. It's still bouncing on the ground. Finally, they're able to pick it up by Leibold back at the 15. Now he's got room down the left sideline. 20, 25, 30-foot race, 30. And they say that he did step out of bounds near midfield, and it's right in front of the Renegade head coach. And they're not saying too much, but... Again, that one squibbed around long enough that it got everybody out of sorts to see who actually had the football, and the Renegades are in business at midfield. On a squib kick, you can't let it get all the way back there, Doug, because if it does, it kind of turns into a little bit of a fire drill, and that's really tough. You want that squib. If you're going to squib it, you want that to just get swallowed up by that second line. 7-7, 4-13 to go in the first half, and Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing has all their timeouts. Single right, single left. Way behind the line of scrimmage is that single left. And this time the quarterback, Croxon's going to take it on himself, follow that block outside by his uh, wide receiver slash fullback, Ross Gribble, and take it to the 36-yard line, a gain of four. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Chambers tries to open this up a little bit at all. There's still four minutes left. Tons of time to run their offense. It's it's a team that's only thrown the ball for 475 yards on the year. Renegades will get the ball to start the second half as well, so grind the clock, and, boy, very advantageous if they get any points on the board. As you said, they've got a field goal kicker. Yes, they do. So second down and six at the 36, but they better hustle up here. They took a long time in the huddle. Out of the shotgun with both backs there. They'll give it to Leibolt, follows his fullback Gribble, finds a little hole off the right side, and now he's gone. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Renegades. He's just fast, Doug, and right there it was that, that same simple lead they've been running out of that gun formation, and there was a, a tackler there. Ryan Dankert was there in the hole and doesn't make the tackle, and then he's just gone. As we said several times, it's been coming down to the free safety in the Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing running back, and there uh, Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing is going to win that race. And so Anderson comes out to attempt the extra point. Lucas the junior. Has plenty of leg. We've seen that already. Leibolt the holder. Good snap. Holds down. The kick is away. And the kick is good. So it only took two plays and 24 seconds for Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing to score. 3.57 to go. First half. It's the Renegades 14. The Kennesaw Blue Devils 7 our five points bank touchdown. is a 36-yard run by Daniel Leibolt. We'll be right back. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! And welcome back to Kennesaw. Again, want to say a big thank you to 
athletic director and head football coach Craig Schnitzler, who wears both hats. As we are here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you this afternoon's D1 second round playoff game. And this should be a formality. Anderson has booted it through the end zone two out of two times, and he does it three out of three times. And while they line up, let's go ahead and take a look at some scores from the Simonson Agency scoreboard, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, covering you for home life and auto insurance, located at the strip mall just west of the Kearney Apple Market. In the third quarter, it is 19-14, West Holt leading Perkins County. Medicine Valley in the second quarter leading Hemingford 13-8. Elsewhere in games that are already underway, it is 30-8, Johnson Brock over Pender. And in the fourth quarter, Lawrence Nelson leads Garden County 26-6. First down and 10 here at the 15-yard line. Burr off right side, finds a little bit of a hole, and then they ankle tackle him here. Nice job hanging on by Carter Croxon after a gain of six to the 21-yard line. Yeah, Doug, I think the if there's a tough thing there for uh, Kennesaw, it, like, took it all. They had to... Uh, squeeze everything till it bled to score that touchdown, and then just bam, bam, just like that, uh, Chambers Wheeler Central takes the lead as if that drive by Kennesaw never took place. Blue Hill 27, North Central 6 in the second quarter on the breeze, 94.5 FM. Why not leads friend 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Now they'll try the left side. And nowhere to go this time, trying to string it out. Leibolt's able to come out there and bring Burr down after a gain of one. It'll be third down and three. Well, I don't know about you, Doug, but there's a few things that I've learned in all my years in Nebraska high school sports, and one of them is don't ever question Mr. Jensen. Bob Jensen knows what's going on, and he was dead on about Daniel Leibolt uh, in, in what he talked about, about how Chambers could stay in this game. Leibolt was a cog as a sophomore during their state finals run. They ended up as the runner-up. I think only 15 kids on the entire team. It was just Chambers Wheeler Central. He played a lot last year, got hurt late. It is third down. Try the right side. Blocking, 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 and Burr should have enough for the first down. There is nothing easy right now. Burr had a good run on the outside the first time he touched it, but ever since then, he's had three, two, three guys on him, and he'll be brought down at the 26-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five and move the chain. Yeah, 2.33 left in the half, Doug, and this is a really important drive. That was an important first down. Kennesaw needs to kill the half here. Points here would be amazing to tie this thing up, but they do not want to give Chambers Wheeler Central a two-for-one. As you said, they're going to get the ball to start the second half. They do have a couple of timeouts now. They'll spread it out. Twins to the left side out of the shotgun is Pulver. Waiting, waiting, looking screen, wants to go deep, has to throw the screen. It's complete out here to Denkert, but they're all over. Then he breaks a tackle enough to get a couple yards out to about the 28, maybe the 29. You could tell Pulver didn't want to throw it to him, but his downfield receiver was covered. It's going to be a gain of only two, second and eight. The clock continues to run with a minute 50 to go. Yeah, that's really well designed. They left the now screen at home so they could try to go downfield, and when there was nothing there downfield, they checked down to the now screen. Uh, and was able to get, like as you said, about two and a half yards. See how aggressive the Blue Devils get here. Second down and eight at their own 27-yard line. Back to that I formation. They'll give it to Burr. Starts right, ankled, gets out of the ankle tackle, and dives back to the line of scrimmage. It was Logan Pelster that hit him first, and a little slow to get up. A couple of the guys that are tangled up on the bottom of the pile, a gain of one, third, and seven. Yeah, and Ross Gribble came from his linebacker spot like a bullet there, Doug. Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing is really flying around. They don't have very many guys with hard feet. 
They're really light on their feet, and they're moving around. No standers. Well, you mentioned the down lineman might be getting a little tired, but the backers are filling in just nicely. Third and seven shotgun pulver. Three-step drop, looks to the right, throws it underneath, and it bounces in front of the intended receiver. Trying to get out here to Schuster. Wouldn't have got the first down anyway because it was underthrown. And not only is it fourth down, that stops the clock on an incomplete pass with 54 seconds to go in the first half, 14-7. to seven. Renegades lead the Bull Devil, Blue Devils. Yeah, and they're going to get it back with two timeouts, Doug, uh, are the Renegades. Burr's been doing a good job of punting it away from Leibolt. Let's see what happens here. This one's high towards the sideline. Leibolt doesn't even pursue it, and it's going to bounce out of bounds at around the 15-yard line. An easy one to mark there. That's going to be a punt of 36 yards and no return. And that is the fourth punt of the first half for Kennesaw. And I don't imagine the Renegades are going to get too nifty here, but they scored on two plays last time. They just ran a good play that Leibolt broke the tackle. So 46 seconds, two timeouts, the ball at their own 15. Well, this is where the Renegades could get a little nifty. Because the running game is so good, Doug, you have to pay so much attention to it, they could slip somebody behind. Split out wide left is Ethan Naughton. They go wide right as well, and they do want to pass it. Looking deep over the middle, the ball's a little underthrown and tipped. They were trying to get it to Naughton, and it's knocked away there by Taylor Pulver. Yeah, the play of the uh, the player of the play there is number 23, Ryan Dankert. What they did there, Doug, is that was not the initial receiver. They ran him inside, and then they had Daniel Ebolt in the wing, and they ran him on a wheel route, and Dankert went with him. That was the key. They were trying to get it to 11 on the wheel. I would make sure that there's at least one guy with number 11 at all times. Second down and 10 at their own 15. Four wideouts, empty backfield for Croxon. Now they're going to go jet sweep and hit in the backfield. It's going to be Ross Gribble. Let's see if Kennesaw uses a timeout here. If I was Kennesaw, I'd be using a timeout because it's going to be third and long. I think he just wants to get to the half. Coach Schnitzler, the coaches are talking about it, and I think they've decided you're right. It's going to be a loss of four on the play for Gribble. Get to the half where they can talk to their kids. You know, one of the tough things about when all your kids play both ways, Doug, you don't see them ever during the game. So to be able to make an adjustment, it can be very tough because you need to kind of debrief your kids, if you will. And it looks like they will not have to snap the ball, so the Renegades just stand in the huddle and wait for it to come down to two seconds, and they're going to call a timeout. Let's see what the uh, Renegades want to do this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, and again, I don't think you're going to see anything nifty. Maybe a little screen. Maybe you're on the same play that Leibolt scored on. No need to try to make a mistake here with only two seconds and you're 70 yards away from your end zone. 14-7 to seven Renegades. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, I, I, do, I do something with Leibolt. It goes in his hands. I love the wheel play they ran a little bit ago. Maybe run something like that. Or as you said, just give it to him again. I mean, he can strike from anywhere on the field. That, if, if I'm coaching, which I'm not, and this is why we have fun over here on the sidelines, there is no way. I would throw this football because the negatives, I mean, you've got the first half one, you get the ball to start the third quarter. Everything is positive right now for the Renegades, and the odds don't say that you're going to score on this play no matter what you do. Right, and and I agree with you. The wheel route I don't mind because you can so easily see it. Does he run with him or not and otherwise run the ball that – They've, I'm, I'm telling you, I maybe just hand it to Leibolt, as you're saying. He gives you as good a chance as anything. They're going to spread the field anyway, and they won't put Leibolt in the backfield. No, he's out there he's where we the talked about. He's the slot left. Yep, he's the number two. Last play of the half, barring a penalty. Snap, they do throw. Back to pass all day, Croxon. 
Now he rolls to his right. It's only a two-man rush, and he's just going to eat it. He'll run out of bounds at about the nine-yard line, and that'll be the end of the first half of play. And we may have a mini upset in the brewing right here. Chambers, Wheeler Central Ewing on the road, leading undefeated in third-ranked Kennesaw by a score of 14-7. to Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have all the first-half stats. We'll look at the scores from around the state and talk about the games that are still to come. But an interesting one here, and again, talked about it right when they kicked it off. Kennesaw got the ball. They're so used to scoring almost every time they have it. Mentioned that if the Renegades can get a stop, that'll change things immediately. Not only did they get a stop, they were able to move the ball down the field and convert on fourth and four or fourth and two and got a four-yard touchdown. Yeah, and I think that was the deal. The the Blue Devils got stopped right away. And then on that first drive, other than the two-play drive, the first drive that Chambers-Wheeler Central had, they just did what they wanted. They were just able to just go straight down the field. Then Kennesaw says, okay, they get the ball back, and bang, get stopped again. And then I think this is to your point. The eyes got big, and holy moly, these guys are knocking us back in the mouth like we normally do. And then uh, we'll see how that second touchdown plays out because, yeah, they hadn't moved the ball. Neither team was really moving the ball uh, after the first drives of the football game. In fact, I still only have four first downs for the Renegades and six for Kennesaw in this football game. But you had a good kickoff return and then a 40-yard run, which would have been a 79-yard run if they'd have been at the one. It was just nothing special about the play. They ran it off right end, broke a tackle, and uh, maybe missed one, and he was off to the races. So uh, the Renegades uh, have uh, been in control of this football game for most of the first half on the scoreboard, it's been pretty even, though, outside of that play. Yeah, and I think when you talk about Kennesaw's touchdown drive, that's how that offense is designed to look. They went A-gap to B-gap to toss, and they were able to continue to work that on the fourth down. Nice screen pass. Uh, they were able to keep uh, Chambers-Wheeler Central guessing, and it tired that D-line out. They've got to get, a, in the second half here, Doug, they clearly have to get a stop. But then from there, they just have to get that little four-yard offense going. As Coach Schnitzler told you, none of it's coming 50-yard chunks for them. That's how their offense looks. They've got to get that going. We're going to take a break and be back with halftime festivities on ESPN Radio right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to Kennesaw. A sunny yet chilly temperature and just in the upper 40s here today. It was 50 degrees uh, when we kicked off, but it's time for the new West, uh, time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages at the half. Round two of the D1 State football playoffs. It is Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing on the road. 
leading the Kennesaw Blue Devils by a score of 14-7. to seven. Also a score that, Larry, you don't hear a lot in eight-man because you have so many two-point conversions. Yeah, both teams have kicked it. You're exactly right. You don't get 14-7 to seven also very often in nice weather like this because people score it up in eight-man. Well, let's take a look at some of the other scores that we have going on. A potential major upset here in the West bracket. Number one, West Holt is trailing at uh, on the road at Grant, taking on Perkins County in the fourth quarter. Perkins County, 20 and West Holt, 19. Then Medicine Valley has a 13-8 lead over Hemingford. Elm Creek and South Loop will play at 6 o'clock on Classic Hits 98-9. The winner of that game will get the winner of our game, which is, again, 14-7 at the half. Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. In the east bracketed D1, only one game underway. Johnson Brock leading Pender, the two teams that pulled off the upsets last week, 11-14. and 14. Johnson Brock 30, Pender 8 in the second quarter. The winner of that will get either Howells Dodge or Lord Central Catholic, which kicks off at 6. Nebraska Lutheran hosting East Butler at 6. And Creighton is at Plainview, kicking off tonight at 7. In D2, it is Lawrence Nelson, 26. Garden County has scored here in the fourth quarter, but they're still down 26 14 in the fourth. The winner of that will get the Giltner Mullen winner, which is just about set to kick off here at the top of the hour on 12.30 a.m. KHAS. In the second quarter, it is Blue Hill 27, North Central 14. That game is currently airing on the Breeze, 94.5 FM, and the winner of that will get the Twin Loop Paxton winner. That game going on in Sargent tonight at 6 o'clock. And in the D2 East bracket, in the second quarter, why not 20? Friend, nothing. The winner of that will get either Bruning, Davenport, Shickley, or Fullerton. That game kicking off at 6. And in the first quarter, Fall City Sacred Heart has scored first 6-0 over Humphrey St. Francis. The winner of that will get the Bloomfield-Randolph winner. And boy, if Bloomfield, the number one seed, wins, that's going to be a heck of a quarterfinal between Bloomfield and either Sacred Heart or St. Francis, two teams that are such juggernauts, and yes, they are private schools, parochial schools in the D2 ranks, and they have just been uh, year in and year out, tough, tough. They've had a lot of matchups against each other. Yeah, no question, Doug. You're talking about, you know, like you said, yes, parochials, but holy cow, have they done a lot of state championships? I mean, you're talking about a a long history there. Now, coming up on Friday, it's the six-man semifinals and the 11-man quarterfinals on Classic Hits 98-9. Kearney High will take on Omaha Westside. Larry, that's the game we'll have at Foster Field. Pre-game 6.30 kickoff at 7 on Friday. Yeah, and I think the thing, again, for Kearney, we talked a lot about it. A lot of it's going to depend on health for Kearney. Uh, you know, they, they'd like to get their DBs back. Clearly, they'd like to get their quarterback back. The thing that I'm very impressed with with Carney is they're doing it in a very Brandon Coolish fashion where uh, none of it's flashy, but it's all really good. They're tough. They're very focused. And D- Doug, they get to sleep in their own bed. They don't have to take a trip to Omaha or Lincoln until the finals if they continue to win, and that just really matters. Uh, it, it, we talked a little bit about it last week. It matters for your hurt, guys. You do all that treatment all week, and then you got to get on the bus for three hours and go stand on the sideline. Then you got to get back on a bus for three hours. They don't have to go through any of that. It So that will be a very good game. Carney should be in good shape there, but uh, West Side is uh, nothing to sneeze at. And uh, just a reminder, uh, our main referee, our main man, Jimmy Langan, filling us in today that, uh, of course, the six-man finals are always hosted at UNK's Foster Field, scheduled for next Friday. Well, if Carney beats Omaha West Side, they would be home 
on that Friday, uh, taking on either Bellevue West or Creighton Prep for the second time this season. So if Kearney wins Friday, the six-man final will be Thursday at Foster Field. And if Westside wins, then no change to the uh, six-man uh, final. And we just will talk about that. Harvard going up to Cody Kilgore and then Hayes Springs hosting the multiple defending champion from Riverside, both early afternoon games with a lot of travel for those squads. Harvard, Riverside, I'll make the call now. (laughs) Cody Kilgore's been there, but uh, we'll see. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, They do seem to be real good. In Class B Friday night, Grand Island Northwest gets to play at home, but they get number one Gretna. Kickoff is set for 7 o'clock. McCook will play Omaha Scott, York will host Scott's Bluff, and Elkhorn will host Elkhorn South. And that's a great story for Coach Stein, Doug. Coach Stein, if you don't know him, he's a fabulous human being. I'm talking the head football coach at Grand Island Northwest. He's come in there and worked really hard to build that program. And this is the first playoff game, speaking last week of uh, at Columbus, that they'd won in, I think it was like 35 years since they won the state championship back when Coach Anderson was there, uh, the head coach. That was a really big deal. And like I said, Coach Stein, he runs a great program. It's a very positive program. Uh, He's a guy that has really deep faith and is just really, really good for kids. So it was really nice to see the Vikings get that big win last week. And I don't think he cares that it's Gretna. He'd take any of them. And I'm just telling you, he's the kind of coach and his kids believe enough. Don't put anything past him. Did you think Gretna was going to beat Elkhorn South? Anything can happen, and I really believe that Coach Stein is the kind of guy to have his guys ready to go. C1 on Friday night, a game that just many people believe is going to be for the state championship. Norfolk Catholic taking on Aquinas. Aquinas, who was upset earlier in the season, uh, that loss dropped him all the way down to a nine seed. So we'll see. There's a lot of people that have things to say about that. It didn't happen that way last year when O'Neill won it all. Wayne and Wahoo should be an interesting game at Wayne on Friday. Boydstown will host Boone Central Newman Grove. You talk about a little different style there in that one. Uh, and then West Point Beamer will be taking on Pierce, who ended Fairbury's undefeated season. Yeah, you know, that game up at the top with Norfolk Catholic and Aquinas, you're right. A lot of people are talking that. The bottom half of that bracket is full of a bunch of mean dudes. We go on to C2, and how about Arcadia Loop City? They have, as Loop City, have never made it out. Of, they've made it out of the first round once, one time. And now playing 11-man football with Arcadia. Arcadia had some success in six-man back in the day. They will play Lincoln Lutheran. So neither one of those programs have ever made the state semifinal 6:30 tomorrow or Friday night at Seacrest Field. And, and this this one would be a fun one to watch because Loop City with Ty Calrus and that giant massive offensive line. I mean, you've got Jarabic, Spatansky, Lambrick. I mean. Trotter dudes on that offensive line. They want to run it a hundred times if they could. And Lincoln Lutheran can flat sling it, Doug. They don't run the ball. They throw it. This will be a real stylistic train wreck. And the winner of that game will play either Central City or Centennial, who get to meet up again. That game hosted by Central City, an exciting one-point winner over Hardington Cedar Catholic. The top seed is Ponca, and they will be at Battle Creek. Battle Creek's there every year and just can't find a way to get the crown. A lot of times people thought maybe they had the best team. And then UTAN, again, started the season 0-3, but they've won seven in a row, and they'll host Valentine. Yeah, and most people still believe Valentine's got the best defense in the state. UTAN's on a heater. Uh, talking to Coach Breckner on Monday night, who head coach Donovan Trumbull went up and played Ponca. He thinks they're really good, and he thinks Ponca's got a couple kids that just are lightning. Can't be everywhere, but if we could be everywhere, one of the places we'd be tonight is at Lincoln Pius X, the Kearney High volleyball team trying to qualify for state. 
for the first time since 1984. They need two wins tonight. They've got a shot. They'll play Norfolk at 5.30, and a win most likely gets them Lincoln Pius the 10th in the championship game right after that. Grand Island plays North Platte tonight at Millard West in their A4 uh, sub-district. We've also got other district volleyball that's coming up in Class D tomorrow night on Classic Hits 98.9, Blue Hill and Overton, 7 o'clock from Grand Island Central Catholic. Other 7 o'clock games tomorrow, Bertrand and Crawford will play at Ogallala, and Red Cloud and Elwood will play at Kearney Catholic. That is a rematch of last year's district final that Red Cloud won in straight sets. And then on Saturday, it's district finals, sub-state, whatever you want to call it. It's a one win away from getting to Lincoln. In Class B, Hastings will play at Grand Island Northwest at 10 a.m. In C1, Grand Island Central Catholic will play Arlington at Columbus at 5.30. Broken Poe will play Lincoln Lutheran at GICC at noon. Also, at Ogallala, Minden will play Mitchell at 3 o'clock Central Time. Ord is going to play Bishop Newman at Central Community College in Columbus at 5 o'clock on Saturday. And we move on. Ogallala will play defending state champion Concordia, and they're going to meet at Kearney Catholic Saturday afternoon at 1.30. In C2, St. Paul High School will host the Burwell-Nebraska Christian match at 7 o'clock. Centura and Creighton are going to play at Central Community College in Columbus at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Also going on on Saturday, Sandy Creek and Archbishop Bergen will play at Centennial High School at 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. And it will be Southern Valley and South Loop playing at Lexington High School at 5 o'clock. Halftime here. It is Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing 14 and Kennesaw 7. We'll look at the numbers right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. And we are back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, ready to take a look at the first half stats. And we will start with the Renegades for Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing. Daniel Leibolt has eight carries for 46 yards and a 36-yard touchdown the last time he touched it. Ross Gribble, five carries, nine yards and a four-yard touchdown. And quarterback Carter Croxon, four carries, 10 yards. 17 rushes, 65 yards here in the first half through the air. Croxon has put it up four times. He's two of four, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 27 yards. The first completion was a 26-yarder to Leibold to set up the Gribble touchdown. 
Three punts for an average of about 28 yards. No turnovers, no penalties, four first downs. Pretty clean, nothing too exciting for uh, Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing. 65 yards on the ground, 27 through the air. 92 yards is all, but they've got two touchdowns on the board, two big plays. Yeah, Doug, it's probably been a long time since we've had a second-round stat line like that, and I guarantee you Kennesaw hasn't seen one. It took you about 30 seconds to do those stats in this thing. There's just not been a lot of offense here. It's all happened really on a couple of plays. Now let's take a look at the numbers that I have here in the first half of the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Tyson Burr, 12 carries, 60 yards. Daniel Duffy, 6 carries, 7 yards. Quarterback Taylor Pulver, 3 carries, negative 7 yards, 2 sacks. So 11 rushes, 60 yards. Pulver through the air has put it up 9 times. He's completed 4 of those, including a 22-yard touchdown pass on a little screen to Tyson Burr. So 43 yards through the air, 60 on the ground, 103 yards. Six first downs, no turnovers, one holding penalty for 10 yards, and four punts for an average of 34 yards in this football game. But the Renegades lead it by a score of 14-7, to and they will get the ball to start the second half. Again, the scoring, a four-yard run, Ross Gribble, 4.37 to go in the first quarter, made it 7 to nothing. Then 4.21 to go in the second quarter on fourth and four, a 22-yard touchdown pass from Pulver to Burr, and then Two plays later, a 36-yard run by Daniel Leibolt made it 14-7 in favor of the Renegades. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Our second half is next. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you winter is coming does your heater have enough heat in it let the experts at anderson brothers electric plumbing and heating make sure your heating system is ready don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days turn to the experts at anderson brothers electric plumbing and heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in holdridge at 308-995-4481 with our producer engineer, Spence Shields, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda at Kennesaw, ready for the second half of our D2 State second-round playoff game. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed representatives Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. The field is really in good shape here, of course, uh, having to battle some of the weather conditions here over the last month. The lines aren't that bright. We're going to give Mr. Schnitzler a little uh, uh, grief about My that, but it's pretty pro- nice. Yeah, they probably couldn't paint them yesterday with the snow. You got that right, my man. You got that right. That's what he's going to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my grounds guy tell me, but I'm thankful for our guys at Centura. They worked their butts off. As you say, the lines were pretty white yesterday, so we're yeah. ready to go. And the only time that Kennesaw has booted it, they squibbed it, and it almost got returned on them. They don't want Leibolt to return it. And they can't kick it deep enough, so another squib kick that's picked up at the 27-yard line by an up man. That's Klobinish to the 30-33. to You know my feelings on this. 
They're already at the 33. How much worse can it get? Yeah, you can get a touchdown return by Libel, but, man, they're at the 33-yard line with that squib kick. If you're going to squib it, you can't let one of the up men get it. And it is a great field position here to start the second half for the Renegades. Well, I say if you're going to do that, just on site it. About the same thing, no doubt about it. Well, let's see if the defense stays strong here. On the I formation, they'll give it on the fullback. Ball's fumbled. It's on the ground. It should be Kennesaw's. It's still on the ground, and they'll have it. There was nothing but blue blue jerseys out there. Tyson Burr will pick up the fumble from Ross Gribble, and what a change here to start the second half. Duggan, just very surprising. Not surprising the ball came out, but Chambers just stood there. I mean, that the ball rolled around. The first uh, Blue Devil jumped on it, and it squirted out. The second one, and it squirted out backwards another 10 yards, and all of the Chamber Wheeler Central Ewing guys just stood there. This is exactly what Kennesaw needed. So Burr will have it at the 33-yard line of Kennesaw. They will hand it to him, and he is going to be grabbed. A lot of ankle tackles right now. They're getting low for the Renegades, and if they don't bring him down, that's fine. They just wait for the rest of the team to get there. Burr gets nothing. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, and if Trevor Klavanesh doesn't get a hold of that foot, and I do mean it was just a foot, uh, that thing is still running. They ran a trap there and did pretty nice with it. So you see what the changes are, maybe the tweaks you made. Renegades didn't get a chance to do that on the one play. Second down and 10 for the Blue Devils. Ball at their own 33-yard line, trailing 14-7 to here. Trying to take advantage of the first turnover of the game out of that tie-dye formation. Pitch play, left side, Burr tries to follow his blocks. Hit once, hit twice, grinds forward for about three, and it's going to be third down. But boy, anything, there's just not a whole lot of lead blocking out there, not a lot of downfield blocking, somebody getting free and being that second man that you can follow out there for this run offense of Kennesaw. Yeah, and Daniel Liebold's just doing such a fantastic job scraping his way across the line of scrimmage and staying free from blocks, as you said. Third down and seven yards to go. We just continue to see toss to the short side. They'll go out of that pistol formation with both backs. Low snap, but Pulver hands it. Has time, has time. Now doesn't have time, and he'll be sacked. Klobinesh is over there. Trevor's able to get in behind the line of scrimmage for the third sack of the ball game for the Renegades. A loss of four. It'll be fourth down and 11. Yeah, they left the backs in there, but the backs just didn't block a soul. They left them in there, and the, and the rush just came right by. It was only a two-receiver uh, pattern. So the turnover appears that it will not hurt the Renegades, and for the fifth time in this football game, Burr will punt it. Not much of a rush. Nice kick. Bounces in front of Leibolt, then rolls to him at the 10. He'll pick it up, bring it down the right sideline, 15. Stiff arm 20 before he steps out of bounds. A punt of 39 yards that time and a return of about 10. Yeah, that's just really good. He, as he's going out of bounds, he stiff arms Dankert right to the ground. Very physical runner, but as you said, Leibolt has played in Memorial Stadium, played in a state championship game as a sophomore, understands the physicality of this game very, very well. You're listening to KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. First down and 10. They'll just hand it off. Leibolt follows his big fullback into the secondary, gets to the 30-yard line, and it'll be brought down right there. Close to the first down. Looks like maybe a gain of nine. It'll be second down and one. Yeah, extremely patient there, Doug, was liable. Uh, he allowed two different two different spots, allowed Blue Devil defenders to just flash in front of him. Ryan Dankert on the last offense or on the punt got up really slow, Doug, and he got up slow there. I think it's an ankle. Well, he was working out on the sideline over here at halftime trying to 
Uh, worked some kind of a kink out, so hopefully nothing major. Our family physical therapy injury report. Going to be an option play. Croxon decides to keep it. Good coverage this time. He's going to have enough for the first down. It appears he only needed one. But a host of folks in there, including Big 77, Dalton Olson, Sam Shukai in there. They're going to eye it and say, yes, it's enough for a renegade first down. Yeah, it was a really smart job on the option there by Croxon to keep the ball. It was strung out. He only needed a yard. And on an option like that, you always try to teach your quarterback, find that spot to just stick your head down and crawl in there and get you one. And don't pitch it and try to make something big happen and make a mistake. Renegades first and 10 at their own 31. String, staying out of the pistol, no wideouts. Just go with a hand off over here to Leibolt. Tackled from behind as he gets out to the 35-yard line. Short gain on the play. Boy, Ross Gribble had a tremendous block there on Ryan Dankert. Blitz there filled really nice. And Ross Gribble just drilled him. Third, Second down and... Seven yards to go at the 35-yard line. 8.40 to go here in the third quarter. Kennesaw trails at home 14-7 to to the Renegades. Haven't been as diverse with their offensive set in the first four or five plays. Same play. Leibolt starts right, comes back over the middle, breaks a tackle in the backfield around the right side into Kennesaw territory, 35. It'll be right down at the 30-yard line. Pulver got him. They had him in the backfield, but he broke the tackle and scoots down the right sideline for a gain of 15. Yeah, Dankert smacked him right in the teeth, Doug. I mean, it would have been about a four-yard loss, and I mean drilled him. Leibolt took about two or three steps back, but he didn't wrap up. You have to grab cloth. You can't just be a missile with no arms. So the Renegades fumbled on the first play of the second half. Kennesaw went three and out. Now the Renegades on the move at the 31-yard line of Kennesaw, up 14-7. to This time they'll give it to the fullback, Gribble. Gribble can change directions, and he'll get enough over the middle to get about four more on the play, second down and six. Yeah, Dalton Olson got up awful slow there, Doug, for Kennesaw. He got smacked by uh, Leibolt on the lead block there. He's going to take a second and catch his breath. There he's getting it back together a little bit. That's always a terrible feeling because you're not sure if it's ever coming back. Second down and six. They continue to march the ball down the football field, 14-7, to now under center for the first time and a half. Croxon. He'll turn, give it to Gribble, up the middle, and he is going to be hit immediately and driven backwards by Stephen Duffy. Mighty on a half a yard. It's going to be third down and five. Yeah, really nice job by Duffy filling there. You know, Chambers Wheeler Central, I talked about that a second ago, Dalton Olson getting hit by the back. They're running a lot of wham trap. They're, they're taking their linemen up to the linebackers and leaving the D linemen for their backs to smack. They're going to split Gribble out to the left. They're going to bring Notton to the right and go out of the shotgun here. With Leibold in the backfield, they'll just hand it off to Leibold. Nope, quarterback keep. Croxon probably should have gave it to him. He falls forward for one. It's fourth and four. Yeah, that, they're just running uh, inverted option there, Doug. That's inverted option. The back is like the quarterback responsibility, and the quarterback's taking the dive uh, where he's the uh, running back responsibility. And there, that should have been a give. That thing was open outside. Well, here we go. Fourth down and about three and a half yards to go here for the Renegades at the 23-yard line of Kennesaw. A little confusion as they break the huddle here. Now just trying to decide what the count's on. Stay out of that shotgun, Croxon. Will Kennesaw bring the pressure? High snap. They give it to Leibolt. Leibolt hit in the backfield, breaks the tackle, dives forward, and he does not have it. He does not have it. He got about two and a half. He needed about three and a half. And taking over on downs will be the Blue Devils. It's a great job by the Blue Devils there. Rallying, Doug, getting all eight guys to the ball. 
Libel doesn't go down. He 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 might have got two yards there, but he got about six from where the first contact was. He does a fantastic job uh, continuing to keep the legs moving, but Kennesaw does a nice job there rallying to him. 6-19 to go in the third quarter. It remains Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing 14, Kennesaw 7. Now Kennesaw is going to come with the spread look. Twins to the left, out of the shotgun. Pulver looking for a screen, throws out here, and the ball is tipped as they try to get it into the hands of Ryan Dankert. Jumping the route over here is going to be Naughton. Naughton jumped it really good and got a finger on it, and it sailed right over the Kennesaw bench. It'll be second down and 10. The passing game really hasn't been there for either team. They've had Each team has had one big pass play. The big pass play for Kennesaw was just a scramble screen on fourth down. Yeah, and the thing is there is Naughton just about takes that to the house. They threw that to the outside. Naughton was playing inside leverage, and he was going to take that thing. That was the play they ran earlier that was not a touchdown. That got him about 10 yards. Out of the shotgun, they'll give it to Burr, and Burr straight ahead. Excuse me, Duffy is going to be the back this time and gets about two, third and eight. There just isn't much there right now for the Kennesaw offense, and that has to be a huge concern. They average 63 points a game. They've got seven. Yeah, and they do it on the ground, Doug. This is a team that rushes the ball for you know, 400 yards a game, and there's nothing there right now. So these third and longs, when they're behind the chains, as I said earlier, it just gives this offense a tummy ache. Burt will be in the slot left. Dankert will be wide left. Nobody to the right side. A lot of looks like this. Back to pass Pulver. Looking, looking, now throws it. It's going to be a jump ball. Danker tipped away down at the 30-yard line. And knocking it away down there is going to be Justice Metchke. And it'll be fourth down. Yeah, Dankert stopped running and jumped too early. That's always, you know, whether it's a DB or a receiver. It's the number one thing you teach them. Keep running and high point the ball. When they stop, they always kind of jump and they try to, or they tend to tip it on the way down instead of going up and high pointing it. I think they want to make sure it doesn't get picked too on that play. So it'll be fourth down and eight at their own 25-yard line, ready to punt it into the wind here. No rush. The kick is away. And Leibolt will let it bounce, and then he will watch it go out of bounds at the 20-yard line. That's going to be a 35-yard punt, so it's been very consistent here for Tyson Burrow. All six of his punts between 32 and 39 yards. And 5.26 to go in the third, 14-7. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing leading our high school playoff coverage. Brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Kennesaw's defense is putting so much pressure on its offense right now, Doug, because this thing is tick, 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 tick. You're only talking about five and a half minutes left in the quarter. If Chambers scores here, it really gets tough. So first down and 10, staying out of the pistol with the backs, flanking him left and right, back to pass, sending his end down the football field, throws it up for grabs, and it is over the head of Justice Metchke. Good coverage down there by Pulver. They took a shot, and it didn't come up. Second down, and speaking of taking a shot, coming up tonight, After football, it is Game 7 of the World Series here on ESPN Radio. I'm glad you're with me tonight, Larry Baker. Uh, Last year, we had the uh, Alma Palmer game on this this night. Palmer went on, of course, to a deep run. And Dodgers and Astros, 7-10 first pitch. Second out and 10. This time, Croxon comes up under center. Fakes it to the fullback, Gribble. Gets it to Leibolt. Leibolt, nowhere to go. It's going to be third down and long as he's brought down a half yard ahead of the line of scrimmage. We'll say third and ten. Yeah, Kennesaw's defense again, Doug. Uh, I mean, less than five plays in this game. This defense has absolutely stood up to the challenge. 
they're going to have to again here. And you're also getting to that spot in the game where as a coach you start going, all right, I've got these three plays that I felt like I drew up this week. You might need to cook one of those up here when the Blue Devils get the ball back. Justice Meshke to the right. Out to the left is Ethan, Ethan Naughton. Slot right will be Gribble. Out of the shotgun on third and ten. Back to pass. Seven-step drop. Throws over the middle, and it is incomplete. They kept Gribble in there. He was open, but couldn't haul it in with a one-hander. It was just a little out ahead of him. Got his fingertips on him, and incomplete. Croxit in the game through the air is now two of six, and a fourth and ten punt coming up for the Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing Renegades. Want to give this score to you. It is a... Gut check timeout and Grant Westholt 27, Perkins County 26 deep in the fourth quarter. The number one and nine seeds. Will Burr get a chance to return this punt? Pelster waiting, gets it, gets rid of it. High booming kick, beautiful punt. Burr has to let it sail over his head and bounces out of bounds inside the 20 yard line. Should be right around the 17 or 18, and they're going to stop him at the 19-yard line. A 40-yard punt, no return. Yeah, and equally as high as it was far. That was really, really good, Doug. So we'll see. Again, Kennesaw's defense gives the offense an opportunity. And as I said, they're just this offense is putting so much pressure on the defense right now. It really needs to get something going here. Another score in the D1 West. Medicine Valley 26, Hemingford 16. They are at the half. Pulver now out of the shotgun, low snap. He's just going to go to try and run it himself. Bounces off a man, dives forward for about three, maybe four. That's as good a play yardage-wise as Kennesaw's had. It'll be second down and seven. Yeah, the key there was, and I really do mean this, is the snap rolled back to him. Many times, if you can get that to happen where that snap counter, I know it sounds silly, but it just messes everything up just enough for those D linemen take their eyes off the ball carrier, get them on the ball. Uh, you can make some things happen there out of that. Give me some more scores here in just a moment as we have four minutes to go in the third quarter. Second down and seven out of the shotgun as the train rolls by. Again, it's quarterback all the way. Pulver starts left and then just gets decleated. A high shot by Trevor Klobinus. Well, on Saturday, that might have drawn a flag, but here on Friday, you're just not used to seeing that. He got rocked up high, and it's going to be no gain. Third down and seven. Well, yeah, and Trevor Pulver's in, or Taylor Pulver, excuse me, his entire body came off the ground there, Doug. That was a boomer. When's the last time Kennesaw had third and manageable? It's been third and long almost every time. The Blue Devils taking a long time here in the huddle. They still don't know the play. They're going to probably end up burning a timeout. Wait for the five-second count. There it is. Four. They're never going to get this playoff. They better call timeout. There it is. Again, you know they're going to run something that's not just a basic play, probably something they haven't run all game. And they end up burning a very important timeout. 3.06 to go, third quarter. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing 14, Kennesaw 7. It'll be third and seven at their own 23 for the Blue Devils when we return from this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. 
Genetics first, straight second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the field, getting to know your hybrid choices this season, inside and out, so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique early incentives, contact your local Aurora Cooperative agronomist today. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. And it is third down here for Kennesaw and seven. Back to pass Pulver down the sideline. It's complete for a first down into the hands of Ryan Tankard at the 36-yard line. Yeah, and it's just simple. I mean, there, I don't even, maybe that was what they intended to do. But conceptually, it was pretty poor. You've got two receivers kind of standing next to each other. In fact, the ball almost went off of one's helmet. But that's just a huge first down to get the ball out towards midfield. A 12-yard completion. I'd like to see that on film if they were trying to rub somebody there, and that's why they ended up right next to each other. But first down and 10, and finally the chains move. First first down of the half. They'll hand it to Burr. Burr again is hit in the backfield, and Trevor Klavanish is all over the place right now for the Renegades. Yeah, and they tried to run dart there, Doug. They pulled the backside tackle to kick out the uh, play side D end, and they tried to cave everybody down, and Klavanish just said, it ain't happening, boys. I mean, massive penetration there, Doug, and they just it's been that way all night. Second down, 11, a loss of a yard on the play. They're going to send Ryan Denkert out to the left, and Burr's out there as well. Now he makes sure that he's onside here, and they're going to throw it out here complete to Denkert. If they can get a block, he's coming back across the middle of the field and gets hit by Klobinish at midfield. It looked like they might have had something going. He was going to try the left sideline, but there was no block there, so he cut it back up over the middle of the field, and that's when Klavanish decleated him at midfield, and it's going to be third down and a long four. We always tell our ball carriers, Doug, out towards the sideline, those are lettuce eaters, okay? The guys on the D-line are meat eaters, and those dudes in the middle... Those are people eaters. Don't run the thing back in towards the people eaters. Ball right at the midfield stripe. Six of the box here for the Renegades out of the shotgun. Pulver, same play to the right side. This time Burr, Burr does not get it. He's going to be drugged down by Croxon after a gain of two to the Renegade 38-yard line. And now you have got decision time. You're right around midfield if you don't convert here. Trouble, but you have not had many opportunities, and it looks like they might line up to go for it. Yeah, and I think the thing is here, Doug, uh, well, no, they're going to punt at center, never went in the huddle. Okay. They line up to punt. Got no problem with this. Fourth down and two. The Kennesaw fans want them to go for it. Defense is playing well right now. Chamber was Wheeler Central not buying it. They didn't send anybody back. Now an angle kick. Let's see if they uh, went out of bounds at about the 11. Had a lot of room there. Didn't want to kick it into the end zone, so they're going to chew off about three yards. It'll go out at the 12, so it's a 26-yard putt with uh, no return. And Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing uh, will start right where they were the last time they had the football. Ended up putting it away from their own 10. Got a good punt, and they continue to lead at 14-7 to with a minute 15 to go here in quarter number three. Next big play might be the play that determines this football game. Staying out of the pistol is the quarterback, Carter Croxon. He'll hand it off. Leibolt tries to come up the middle. He's hit and thrown forward for a couple of yards. And again, great job in the middle here for Kennesaw. Olsen is off the bottom of the pile with that tackle. Also in there on the tackle is going to be Daniel Duffy. Yeah, and they need to, Kennesaw needs to swarm there. It was a very quick whistle by the official. 
Leibolt was down on top of the Kennesaw player, and he went to run. They better rally to him. But, I mean, Leibolt just has not exploded except for one play in this football game, and it was the second touchdown that has given them the 14-7 lead. Second down and nine, staying out of the pistol. Fake it, Leibolt, give it to the fullback, Gribble. Gribble tries the left side, moves the pile up to about the 18-yard line, and it's going to be third down and about four after a gain of four. Yeah, for Kennesaw, they've got to keep chipping here, but it just feels like Doug Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing could break one here. Kennesaw's defense has just played so good. Let's see if they take another staff. They don't have to. We're down to 12 seconds to go in the quarter, and they can discuss this third down play. Be surprised if they do snap it. They walk up slowly to the line of scrimmage, and the Renegades will not snap it, and that'll be the end of the third quarter of play. Round two of the D2 State football playoffs. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing, 14, and the Kennesaw Blue Devils, 7 on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. We head to the fourth quarter of play here in Kennesaw with the score 14-7, Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. It'll be third and four for the Renegades at their own 18, but a big story here, Larry. Perkins County, they're partying in Grant. Grant completes a Hail Mary 50-yard touchdown pass on the final play to knock out number one West Holt, 32-27. Believable. And it happens, but that's a big one. Kennesaw, the second seed, they're on the ropes, back to pass. Croxon looks over the middle of the screen, and it is complete, and this is not, and he's got big yardage, 25-30. He's down the left sideline, 40-30, in pursuit, two Blue Devils, high steps at the 15-10. They try to knock him out of bounds instead of tackling him, and he goes all the way for a touchdown. Yeah, the safety tried to catch the whole play and got knocked out by a block, and then they had two blockers there, and instead of getting physical and tackling him, they try to push him out of bounds. And balance is too good. Just middle screen, Doug. 62 yards on the first play of the fourth quarter, and it is 20-7 Renegades. But we have a situation where the number one and the number two seed are coming out tonight. On the west side, well, if Kennesaw doesn't find some offense, as Anderson's ready to kick the extra point. Snap a little high. They get it down. He's got plenty of leg. It is up, and it is good. Our five points bank touchdown. We have a penalty flag. Is a 62-yard screen pass. 62-yard screen pass for a touchdown into the hands of Ethan Naughton. Yeah, this will be waved off or declined, I'm sure. It's roughing the kicker. 
Well, then you can take it on the kickoff, and well, they don't need it because Anderson keeps punching it through the end zone. Roughing the kicking kicker on Kennesaw. They'll use that on the kickoff, so we'll take a break. 21-7, first play of the fourth quarter. The Renegades leading here at Kennesaw. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Doug Duda, Larry Baker here with you on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Awaiting the kickoff here by the Renegades after our first points of the second half. And Anderson pops it into the end zone, and that just, you can tell, is deflating to Kennesaw. Kennesaw's got to have something good happen here on this first little series. Get a good play, not just a two-yard run that gets them a first down. They need something that's going to get the crowd into it and get them going here. They are so far removed from what they are used to getting done offensively this year. Well, and it boils down to, as I said earlier, you know, you always cook up a package, you know, through the week. The if-thens and what-nows, and now's the time. Well, they should have had plenty of time to practice with all these returning starters on non-fundamentals, and they're going to go to the spread offense here with Taylor Pulver. Duffy will be the blocking back. And Pulver drops back to pass. Here comes the rush. Quick little pass out here. Complete into the hands of John Schuster. Schuster will get to the 25, and it's going to be enough for the first down out to about the 26-yard line, a gain of 11. Here's what I will say, though, Doug. They just ran hitches, ran deep hitches there. But you had Liebolt playing outside linebacker. Step outside to that with a corner over the top. If they only run two receiver routes where both corners have to go. If they come back to that, you're going to see Liebolt pick it, and it's going to go back for six. First down and ten here for the Blue Devils. State football playoff brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Pulver to throw again, this time to the left side. Complete to Burr. Burr slips under the first tackle. It gets out to the 35-yard line. A gain of nine. It'll be second down and one. Yeah, they ran the exact same play to the other side. They're going to have to do something with their back to occupy uh, the outside linebacker, which is Liebold. He's just going to step into that window, Doug. And if they run back out, Liebold's got to go with him. They'll have that. So second down and one. Chambers-Wheeler Central up 21-7. to 10.50 to go in the game. Back in the eye formation. They'll give it to Burr. He's hit in the backfield by Leibold. Breaks the tackle and comes across the line of scrimmage. Has the first down out to the 38-yard line. Great second effort there by Burr. Tremendous effort there, Doug, uh, to get himself going. We have a renegade down. And that is the quarterback slash safety in Carter Croxon. He is going to get up under his own power, but he got rocked. And maybe he just got rolled over there in that pile because on the second effort, the pile just kind of went backwards 
as Burr was able to push a couple three guys over, but he's going to walk off and go over to the CWEC sidelines, CWCE sidelines. That was a really nice run by Burr. One of those, it's the fourth quarter, we haven't lost yet this year, and I don't want to type of runs. So a big first down to move the chains. Nine for Kennesaw, six the other way, and we're going to get a timeout. Apparently, they didn't get another guy back in there to replace Croxon. It's the first time out of the game by the Renegades. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. 10.35 to go in the game. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing 21, Kennesaw 7. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in Kennesaw, bringing you the play-by-play and Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. It is a first down and 10 play coming up here for the Blue Devils. Back-to-back first downs. On this series at their own 38, low snap, swing it out here, complete again, and into a CWCE territory to the 35-yard line. Again, Dankert hauls it in, short of the first down, a gain of about seven. Yeah, and Justice Metzke in there on the tackle, Doug, for Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. They're playing their corners back now. And they're and, uh, excuse me, ahead, excuse me. Kennesaw's got a kid down over there. It's a cramp. One of the Chambers coaches started stretching him out right away. There's some good sportsmanship over there, and I believe that was our receiver. Yes, it was, in Dankert, and he's up. He'll have to come out for a play here. Go ahead, Larry, on what you were saying. Yeah, I think uh, Chambers, Wheeler, Central Ewing now is just playing their corners back, and they're looking at this. There's 10 minutes left with a two-score lead, and they're going to allow Kennesaw to throw those hitches and just not allow them to go hitch and go or anything behind them. Well, keep doing it because they're open. Yeah. And they're not and three yards. They're seven, nine, ten so far here. And it can set up draw, some of those types of things. So it'll be second down and three. They'll mark the ball at the Renegade 34-yard line as we approach ten minutes to go in the game. Only one score in the contest for Kennesaw, averaging 63 points a game. They're 9-0. and The closest game was 24. They may need that many just to advance today out of the shotgun pulver. Looking left all the way. Now takes the snap and comes right underneath. Complete to Burr. Burr trying to slip the tackle. Gets inside the 30. Brought down by the 25. And Croxon is right back in there. Live bolts there as well. But out of that timeout, they were able to get Croxon right back into the football game. And a lot of times, Doug, that's why you take the timeout. Like you said, maybe it wasn't a matter of running somebody on. Sometimes you don't like who you ran on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you take the timeout so you can get your guys back out onto the field. I like them throwing this to Burr. Burr's the one guy that can really be explosive for them in the open field. And give credit, uh, Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing has tackled well. They've kept no the question. ball in front of them. They've kept it in front of them the whole time. First and 10, staying out of that shotgun here. Duffy the blocking back. Pulver takes a good snap. Now he wants to run it up the middle, has a little room, and he'll be tackled forward by Klamanish inside the 25. 
Down to about the 21-yard line. It's going to be a gain of six. That's what I said to you a minute ago. Running these routes the way they're doing it, it'll set up draw. And that's exactly what they did is they ran A-gap draw, running the same route concept. So everybody bails into their drop, and then the quarterback takes off. Kennesaw's got something going here. Nine minutes left. If Kennesaw answers this score here, Doug, complete ball game. Second down and about five just inside the 22-yard line of the Renegades. Burr to the left. Out to the right here is going to be John Schuster. Looking, Burr, looking, looking. Now fires it over there to Burr. He slips the tackle this time. Down the sideline, the 15, the 10. And he'll be brought down, and we may have a face mask at the end of the play because there was only Burr with the football, and flags came down on the far sideline near the five. Yeah, he's going to gain about two and a half yards on the penalty probably is all Doug. But do you see what I'm saying? Burr's the guy to get it to out there on the edge. He's the guy that can make them all look a little silly. Going to be a gain of about 17 down to around the six. This will be the first penalty of the game against the Renegades. It is a horse collar tackle called on Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing. It'll be first and goal. The first first and goal we've had today for either team. First and goal for the Blue Devils at about the three-yard line. Now, I come back and run my hitch here, Doug. A lot of times, high school corners, they, they guard the back of the end zone instead of the goal line and they won't come up and play you in press, and that's exactly what's going on up top. First and goal at about the four. They'll stay out of the shotgun here. Pulver looking right, rolling right, rolling, rolling, rolling. Now decides to run, and he gets tackled by his jersey by Klobinish behind the line of scrimmage all the way back at the nine-yard line. Yeah, Klobinish there just chased him down. That was rough, and that's just knowing, you know, their bread and butter, Doug, is either giving it to the fullback or running toss. They have gotten whacked on that so much today. It shows you there's just no confidence right now in their regular offense. That's a fourth sack of the game by the Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing defense, and when you're going forward and need to go forward, can't go backwards, and he had time to dish it off but he thought he was going to be able to run it. Out of the I formation, it's an inside reverse, and Klobinish is just going to crush it. John Schuster thrown back behind the line of scrimmage again, and Kennesaw, as you said, they're running things now. They haven't run all game because they haven't been down here, and they haven't had success running it between the ends. Yeah, and Josh Klobinish that time. So far, the Klobinish brothers have backed this thing up 10 yards in the last two plays, so this is where Kennesaw's been all night, third and long. Maybe this is a comfortable spot, but you had that thing at the two, and you needed to take four cracks at it down in there. Third and goal at the 12. Back to the twin wides with Duffy back there blocking for Pulver. They need a touchdown. Pulver back to pass. Stays in the pocket. Just throws it up into double coverage in the end zone. The ball tipped and hits the ground. Good defense by Justin Metzke on just a little jump ball over there at the post. Yeah, and they throw the fade to the top and they've got Burr on the bottom and everything rolled to the top there, Doug, uh, our left and they've had Burr on the bottom wide open. So now, 7.05 to go and Kennesaw down 21-7, to fourth and goal at the 12. Gotta have it. Little double bubble here out of Twins. Throw the bubble here to Burr and let him throw it back up top to 34. Burr and Schuster out to the right, and that's exactly what they're going to do. It's a hitching lateral, but it's not going to score. It was a little too quick, and it did not fool anybody. And brought down and around the seven-yard line, it'll be first down and 10 for Chambers, Wheeler Central, and you can just see the heads are down right now yeah. from Kennesaw. I mean, they get up and the heads are down. 
Yeah, no question. Daniel Duffy tackled at around the six, and it'll be first down and 10, Chambers-Wheeler Central. All you can do now is play defense. Your defense has still been good. You got to get a three and out. No question. And your defense has been solid. I mean, Doug, it's less than five plays on the day that have allowed 21 points to be put on the board for Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing. And you're going to gamble here, and let's see if Leibolt is able to break one if that's what they do. And they'll give it to Leibold off the right side, hitting the backfield. and doesn't get much. He'll fall forward for about a yard. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, and this defense uh, for Kennesaw has really risen to the occasion. It's been the offense that has really struggled today, Doug. 21 points in an eight-man game is not a, not a terrible amount to have given up. Leibold, with a 36-yard touchdown run, still only has 76 yards rushing in this game. Second down and 10. Ball at the six-yard line. They'll go back to the I formation. Crocs it under center. They're going to give it to the fullback and a little room off the right side, but not much for Ross Gribble. He'll come forward for a couple near the nine. It'll be third down, and we'll call it eight, maybe seven and a half. Yeah, that's Tallahassee trap there. They fake the sweep out to the back and then sticks it down at his hip and hands it to the fullback. Nothing fancy. And they don't have to do anything fancy. Right now, the Renegades want the clock to run. Their defense has been stellar. There's only six minutes to go in the game, and it remains 21-7. to When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here on ESPN Radio. Kennesaw trying not to go out before they're supposed to here in the playoffs, and a timeout going to be called here by the Renegades. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. The score with five minutes and 42 seconds remaining in the football game, the Renegades of Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing 21 and 7 on the board for Kennesaw. We'll be right back. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. A look at our Simons and Agency scoreboard. Your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney covering you for home life and auto insurance in D2. It's why not 28, friend nothing in the fourth quarter at the half. Fall City Sacred Heart leads Humphrey St. Francis by a score of 12 to nothing. Fourth down and seven, or third down and seven here for the Renegades. They want to throw the ball, try to set up that middle screen again, but it's not there. Out here in the flat, and a great catch is made at the 18-yard line, and enough for a first down by Ross Gribble. There was no pressure on Croxon, and he hung right in there to get the first down. They'll mark him down at the 20, a gain of 11. Yeah, they ran wide shallow there, Doug. And when that shallow comes across, if you're patient enough, which he was patient enough with that, Doug, which was Croxon, he was able to get it completed. You want that thing to get across the formation, get across those inside linebackers, and then he's wide open. Huge, huge play. They'll be able to run another minute and a half at least off the clock at their own 20. And they'll just hand it to Leibold. Bobbled it for a minute. Now big hole off the right side. 30-35 and a touchdown-saving tackle at the 38-yard line. As we said, Pulver making the tackle. They're trying to just strip the ball and get him down behind the line of scrimmage. And if they don't, you can get that huge play, and that's going to be a gain of 19. 
Yeah, and as you said, Pulver, he's done a nice job. He's made a lot of tackles tonight. But when you're uh, playing a one-high safety look, you don't want that dude making a lot of tackles. Blue Hill getting challenged, but they do lead 35-20 to 20 in the fourth quarter over North Central. That game currently on the breeze, 94.5. Lawrence Nelson beat Garden County 26-14. Garden County was undefeated. First and 10 at their own 39. And now Croxon just watching the back, Judge. We still have 4.45 to go, and he's going to use every second that he can. Takes the snap, gives it to Leibold. Leibold up the middle into Kennesaw territory, lowers the shoulder, gets inside the 35 to the 34. A gain of seven more. Ross Gribble, number four for Chambers Wheeler Central. Ewing, Doug, is as good a blocker as they literally have on their team. He has absolutely laid the wood about ten different times today, and that run was set up. He isolates on the linebacker and just takes Dinkert and shoves him five yards back into the defensive backfield. Second down and four. And Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing trying to come on the road and put this one away at the 34-yard line of the Blue Devils. Croxon takes the snap. This time gives it to Gribble. Gribble is up the middle, but not much. Maybe a yard. Good tackle that time right in the middle of the formation by Olsen. It's going to be third down and about two and a half. And this is a big down, Doug. Chances are Chambers would go for it. You're going to have two downs to get this, but this is big. This is where you need to make something happen. Try to get a tackle for a yard or two loss here. Yeah, I think you bring all eight. You bring them all. If they would happen to pull up and throw it, good good job on you. Fourth down along two. They stay out of the shotgun again with those running backs flanking each side of Croxon. Third and along two. Taking all the time he can, gives it to Leibolt. He comes up the middle. He has the first down and more all the way down to the 22-yard or 26-yard line, and it's going to be a gain of six. And that might be just enough to do it. Leibolt's going to get enough on this series to go over 100 yards here today. And I have no idea, Doug, uh, whether or not uh, anybody's rushed for 100 yards against Kennesaw this year. It would be hard for me to believe that they've had more than one or two. They only gave up 677 yards. Hartland, the only one. That even uh, came close. And here you've got Leibold's going to do it on his own. So first down and 10, and the clock now under three minutes to go. They stopped Kennesaw. Kennesaw was inside the five, went backwards on back-to-back plays, and then two passes that couldn't get him in. Leibold every time, it's left to right, and he's going to get to about the 25. Not a lot there. He's going to pick up a couple, but they don't care. The clock's running. Ross Gribble, I, I say it again, number four, just laid the linebacker flat on his back. couple more scores while we get a chance here. It is Mullen 22, Giltner nothing, second quarter on 1230 AM KHAS. Johnson Brock leads Pender 50-16 to 16 in the third quarter. It is 47-22, Hemingford trails. Medicine Valley leads in the fourth, and Perkins County upset West Holt, completing a 50-yard Hail Mary on the final play of the game, 32-27. Second down, Croxon now under center, keeping it more secure, gives it to Gribble, big hole off the right side. He breaks a tackle at the 20 to the 15, and he's down to the 13-yard line, a gain of 12. Yeah, Doug, they may not give it back. I think the only way they're giving it back is if they score. It's to kick it off. Is if they score. Well, it, it happens. Burwell has done it the last couple of years, uh, getting to the finals with losses. Uh, it doesn't. You don't always have to be undefeated getting down to the state finals. No, and here's the thing. This Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing team is big and tough up front, and that goes a long ways in any division of football. 
First down and 10 at the 13. The clock now down to a minute 40. If they don't turn it over, this one's over. And Croxton using all the time that he can. Five-second count begins. Boy, great discipline by these guys. They hand it to Gribble. Starts left, bounces right, gets hit, and he's going to be brought down there after no gain. Daniel Duffy It's going to be second down and nine. Move the ball to the 11. And Kennesaw played incredibly tough here today, Doug. I mean, no doubt about it. This was a big boy physical football game. Kennesaw played incredibly tough. They just couldn't ever get that offense going. Kennesaw is going to use a timeout here with 1-11 to go. Probably in the season for Kennesaw. They trail 21-7 this time out. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. Second and nine for the Renegades at the 12. They'll toss it out to Leibolt that he slips and he's hitting the backfield. He'll be dropped for a loss at the 14-15 yard line. It's going to be a loss of three, and Kennesaw is not going to use. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, they did use the timeout. They should have one remaining, so timeout used here by the Blue Devils, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Larry, what did we see here today? Uh, what kept Kennesaw from being the offensive juggernaut that they'd been all season long? It boiled down to up front. You know, and in football, Doug, and again, like I said, at any level, you know, the Dallas Cowboys were so good last year and they still have a chance to be good this year because they have the best offensive line. And that, that ultimately is the difference. At any level, Chambers-Wheeler Central was bigger and better up front on both sides of the ball, and that was the difference. Kennesaw was able to play tough enough defense other than a couple of plays today, but enough plays, but they could never get the offense going because the offense is predicated on A-gap to C-gap, dive to toss, and against that defensive line, Kennesaw never was going to be able to get that going today. Leibold. Below average in yards, but he had probably the two, three biggest plays in the game. He was still involved. The biggest pass reception set up the first touchdown, then a big touchdown run. Now they're going to go pop pass to put this one away. Touchdown, Naughton. Instead of on third and 12, kneeling on it or running it, they decide to put it away. And, of course, Kennesaw's watch and run all the way. Touchdown, 27-7, Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing. Great play call. Right there. I mean, you have a situation where... What did we see happen today in Grant? Yeah, you never know. Put it away. You just don't know. That is a great play call. 57 seconds remaining to go in this football game. They'll line up for Anderson to kick it after the 14-yard touchdown pass on third and 12, and it gets away from them, so they have to go for two, and it's going to be batted down, so the pass is no good, and maybe just something also to put on film for uh, next week for the coaches to look at. Our five points bank touchdown, a 14-yard pass from Carter Croxon to Ethan Naughton, and Naughton, his second touchdown reception here in the fourth quarter. 57 seconds to go, Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing 27, Kennesaw 7. 
Daniel the deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage! A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car! And the car was covered, thanks to Farmer's Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum, is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. And we are back here at Kennesaw. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the year. And Larry, it just wasn't meant to be today for the Kennesaw Blue Devils. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, and, and again, I'm going to say, I don't think they played bad, Doug. I, they played a team that was better up front, and it just showed. I think that they showed uh, tremendous class. They played incredibly hard. I think the stinger as they kick it off here. Anderson, this might actually be returnable for the first time. Burr's going to take it at the three. Right hash, 10. Makes a man miss, 15. Dances again, and he's going to be brought down at the 17-yard line. I think what's hard to swallow is you just come in here, you've dominated everybody. We we fall into it in the media as well. They're 9-0. and They haven't been tested all season long in the fourth quarter. They had all these kids back. This is one of those classes full of seniors, and all of a sudden you start thinking Lincoln – and you can't get close enough to even see it. Uh, you're well, out here in round two. It's hard. Your town has rallied behind you all the way, and it's just tough to, to, to go out and have it end. Kennesaw's not going to kneel on it. They're going to spread it out, go four wide here, see if they can get one more on the board, see what happens. Pulver back to pass. Three-man rush. Now he's going to run. Hit in the backfield. Four, five. Man, there's five guys there, and that means there's only three covering four down the field. But there was so much pressure that they don't care. Even if Kennesaw scores, Chambers Wheeler Central isn't worried. It's going to be a five-yard run by Pulver. Yeah, you just, it's just tough to get those guys blocked. And I'll tell you, Doug, Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing showed some moxie because at the end of the first half, that D-line looked out of gas. They were huffing and puffing, hands on the hips, and they dug deep here and found it. Probably the last play of the game with 15 seconds and counting. Pulver takes a low snap. Back to pass, throws it deep over the middle, and it is intercepted, and Ross Gribble is just going to take a knee, and there's six seconds remaining. Yeah, that was the right thing to do, too, take a knee. Uh, Klobanesh turned around and said, take a knee. You don't want to go running around and get hurt on a play like that. You know, they're, they're now in the state quarterfinals. Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing, we've talked about it. They got knocked out last year by Palmer, but they are used to winning in the postseason, and now Croxon will take a knee, and this football game is over. Chambers, Wheeler, Central, Ewing improves to 8-2. and two. Kennesaw will end their season at 9-1, and one, and it'll be a fun trip north for the orange and black of the Renegades. 27-7 over the Kennesaw Blue Devils, and we'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this timeout. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and Golden Harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with Golden Harvest Hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! 
Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. The State High School Football Playoffs on ESPN Radio are brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, and Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Thanks to them and all the many fine sponsors as we have come to an end of a Kennesaw Blue Devil season. And, Larry, a uh, kind of stinger for us, too. Uh, you always like to have multiple teams, and we'll see how Elm Creek does tonight and some of the other teams around the area, but kind of felt the same way that we might be able to ride the Kennesaw train east. Yeah, it really looked like it, and everything kind of pointed towards that, Doug, without question. Uh, Again, I'll just come back. You know, this really was a situation where when you want to run the ball as much as Kennesaw wants to run the ball and you play a defensive line as big and as physical as Chambers-Wheeler Central was, you have to have something behind that, and clearly Kennesaw just didn't. Kennesaw's defense clearly was up to the task. They were good enough. Uh, but that offense was not. And, and it is tough. This is, as you said, a large group of seniors and a group of seniors that has kind of been down the road. And and here it was. And Coach Schnitzler surely has has been down this uh, road many times, Doug. And it looked like maybe he was going to get his chance. Well, and, and speaking to that as well, there was so much good done by the three down linemen, not four. I mean, they... Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing was able to do that with their three down linemen and then fill in with the, a lot of the linebackers and secondary guys. They were so quick. Uh, and I don't know that they played more than 10 guys the entire football game, including their kicker. No, that's exactly right. And, you know, you and I did a game two years ago when they were in the state finals where I don't think they had 18 kids on the team. 15. 15, yes. 15 for the final, Chambers Wheeler Central. You know, so they've but they been, got Ewing in, so they got a few more kids. That's now. right. <laughs> Coach Tramer's been down this road and. Uh, does know how to do that. And you you really said a mouthful there. Those three guys made such a mess up front that you were able to take Gribble um, uh, and really uh, he was incredibly fast uh, on the defense. And Lebel, those two guys just made such a mess because that when the D-line wasn't getting pressure, it was eating enough blocks that those two linebackers were able to just really take care of things. And the pass concepts, to be quite honest with you, by Kennesaw, many times when they'd, when they'd run a pass, uh, there were two receivers sort of jogging, staring back at the quarterback, not necessarily in on it. They were all one-receiver concepts, and it's very hard to throw the ball when it's not built conceptually uh, to be able to do that. They're a team that wants to run the ball. They're a team that likes to run the ball. And they're a team that's been really good at running the ball. And when that got taken away from them tonight, it was just tough for them to do much. When's the last time Kennesaw threw for more yards 
than they ran for, and that's going to probably be the case uh, when we get here uh, tonight. So this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's take this opportunity to run down the rest of the scores on the scoreboard. This isn't the only upset that went on today. The number one team in D1 West went out probably in even more heart-stopping fashion because the nine beat the eight last week, the nine being Perkins County. They were as good as anybody in the state last year, but had to play Burwell in the second round. Remember, that was 33-30, to and Burwell wins the state championship by way more than that. Barely beat Palmer, barely beat Perkins County. You just never know. But Perkins County knocked off the number one seed in the West, West Holt, on a 50-yard Hail Mary on the final play of the game, 32 to 27. They will play Medicine Valley. Medicine Valley is leading Hemingford 54 to 22 in the fourth quarter. They have just kicked off over in Elm Creek. Elm Creek and South Loop. South Loop won the game by 21 points, the final game of the regular season. You can hear that right now on Classic Hits 98.9. And if you're online, just click back at PlatteRiverPreps.com and you can click that football game. So the winner of that will play Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing. And so if it's Elm Creek, they will head up there. But if it's South Loop, Chambers, Wheeler, Central Ewing will have to be on the road again. Yeah, and I don't know. I, well, They liked it today. Yeah, they did. And that will be a long trip from Chambers, Wheeler, Central, all the way to Arnold, Callaway. So, right? where They play it in Arnold, right? I don't know if they flip the coin. There's so I many suppose. of these. Coach Tramer says that all three cities, I mean, you only get four home games. All three cities host one throughout the year. Oh, gee whiz. So uh, now now uh, they hope to get to go back home. That might be one of the communities that hasn't hosted a game in six yeah. weeks. So we'll see how that plays out. In D1 on the east bracket, Creighton, the number one seed, hosting Plainview tonight at seven. The winner of that will play either Nebraska Lutheran or East Butler. East Butler has scored first, eight nothing, just underway in the first quarter. Johnson Brock, 66, Pender, 16 in the fourth quarter. The winner of that will get either Howells Dodge or Lord Central Catholic just underway scoreless in the first. In D2, well, Mullen is being Mullen. They are so good at everything they're doing right now with the boys off this first-ever state basketball championship, deep running football last year, track, uh, even wrestling is starting to come back into the fold. Mullen 39, Giltner nothing at halftime, and that game's on 1230 AM KHAS. The winner of that will get Lawrence Nelson, who went out and beat unbeaten Garden County 28-14, to 14, so it looks like Lawrence Nelson, kind of the same story. They're going to have to go on the road again and go back out west and play Mullen. Yeah, and here's one thing I'll tell you about Lawrence Nelson. Brian Blevins, the head football coach there, does a fantastic job, Doug. And he's one of those guys that will have his guys kind of mentally in a spot. I don't know that it beats them up too much. Blue Hill, 42, North Central, 20. That game in the fourth quarter right now on the breeze, 94.5. The winner of that will get either Twin Loop or Paxton. They're just underway, scoreless in the first quarter. D2 East bracket in this third quarter, Fall City Sacred Heart, 20. Humphrey St. Francis, 6. The winner of that will get either the top seed, Bloomfield or Randolph. They kick off at 7 o'clock. Why not 34, friend, 2 in the fourth quarter. And why not we'll get either Bruning Davenport, Shickley, or Fullerton. They're just underway scoreless in the first quarter. Again, Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing 27, Kennesaw 7. Coming up when we're done here, pregame for World Series Game 7 and first pitch at 7-10 between the Astros and the Dodgers. We'll look at the final numbers of our game right after this on the New West postgame show. 
The Kennesaw Market is an affiliated Foods Midwest store. The Kennesaw Market is your hometown grocer, stocking Surefine and Surefresh products. The Kennesaw Market also has a dining area, serving daily lunch specials, dine-in or carry-out. The Kennesaw Market is open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday, and 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Sundays. They appreciate your business at the Kennesaw Market, 210 North Smith Avenue in Kennesaw. The Kennesaw Market is a proud supporter of all the Kennesaw athletes, teams, and coaches. Just like athletics, to assure a winning combination with insurance, you need the right coverages on the right policies for the right price. Contact the Crawl Agency for protection written through the Wadena Insurance Company, a member of the IMT Group in Des Moines, Iowa. Wadena provides fast claim service, new car replacement, and identity recovery coverage built into their auto policies for no additional premium. Call the Crawl Agency Incorporated in Roseland, Hastings, Minden, Kennesaw. The Crawl Agency, the IMT Group, and you, your winning combination. Back on the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look now at the unofficial numbers that I did have in this football game. First off, for Kennesaw, Tyson Burr, 16 carries, 65 yards. Daniel Duffy, 7 carries, 9 yards. John Schuster, 1 carry, negative 3. Quarterback Taylor Pulver, 9 carries, negative 3. He was sacked 4 times in the game. 33 rushing attempts. 68 yards, only eight yards rushing in the second half. And what was their average, Larry? Yeah, this is a team that's averaging 335 yards a game, 435 yards a game. And through the air, Taylor Pulver, he was four of nine in the first half for a touchdown and 43 yards. In the second half, nine out of 13 through an interception on the final play. Uh, had 79 yards. So in the game, 13 out of 22, one touchdown, one interception, 122 yards through the air, 68 on the ground, 190 yards for Kennesaw, 11 first downs, one penalty. They had a second penalty on a PAT that I don't believe was accepted. And uh, then the seven punts, which matched about the total that they had all year for an average of 34 yards per punt. For Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing, Daniel Leibel, 20 carries, 107 yards at a touchdown. Uh, he got uh, 46 in the first half and then 61 yards in the second half. Ross Gribble, 13 carries, 38 yards at a touchdown. Carter Crux in the quarterback, 6 carries, 13 yards, was never sacked in this football game. Of course, didn't try to pass it very much either. In the first half, he was 2 of 4 for 27 yards. In the second half, 3 of 5 for 87 yards and 2 touchdowns. So 5 of 9, no interceptions, 2 touchdowns, 114 yards through the air, 158 on the ground today for Chambers Wheeler Central Ewing. That's 272 yards of offense, 12 first downs, one penalty for three yards, one turnover, a fumble on the very first play of the second half where you thought, okay, here we go, Kennesaw. But Kennesaw went three and out, and they had four punts for an average of about 32 yards. Time now for our scoring recap brought to you by our friends at Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Chambers won the toss. They deferred. Kennesaw went three and, well, went two series and then made it down to the 30-yard line and were stopped on fourth down. Then we saw the Renegades move the ball, had a situation where they were just chewing up, looked like they were going to give it up on third down, but they hooked Daniel Leibold on a 26-yard pass to set him up in the red zone. And then on fourth down and two, they were able to complete the 50-yard drive on a four-yard run from Ross Gribble, 4.37 to go in the first quarter, and the extra point kick was added by Anderson to make it 7 to nothing after Lucas knocked it through. 
then the teams would just start exchanging punts back and forth, back and forth. The defense took over, and it took over 12 minutes to score again. And that's when on fourth and four, it was Taylor Pulver scrambling from a three-man rush, and he was able to find Tyson Burr on a 22-yard screen pass. He took it down the left sideline, and the Eisel kick made it 7-7 seven to seven with 4.21 to go. And uh, that was one of the biggest plays of the entire football game, Isley making the kick to tie it at 7. But problem was they squibbed it, and the ball kind of bounced around, and Leibolt was able to pick it up. The containment had already broke down, and it looked like he was going to score, but they ruled him out at midfield. Didn't matter. Two plays later, he had a 36-yard bust. The kick made it 14-7 to seven with 3.57, and you still didn't think that big a deal at the time. No, at, it, you really didn't, uh, because it was just a matter of time, you thought, before uh, Kennesaw's offense would get going. And then, as we said, to start the third quarter, a uh, nice return out to the 33-yard line, another squib kick that they fielded short, and uh, Gribble fumbled it on the very first play. All the way it fumbled forward about 10 yards. Kennesaw covered it at their own 33, but they went three and out and really never threatened the rest of the way. There was no scoring in the third quarter. On the first play of the fourth quarter, on a third down and four, Croxon had enough time in the pocket to find his wide receiver in Ethan Naughton on a little middle screen, and then he broke it down the left sideline in front of the Kennesaw bench for a 62-yard touchdown catch to make it 21-7 to with 11.46 to go, and then running out the clock, a 14-yard pass. Croxon to Naughton again with 57 seconds to go. The two-point conversion was no good, and your final score, Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing 27 and Kennesaw 7. Our scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, we'll wrap it up after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Hybrids alone cannot raise your yields. Kurt Lucas Savage of Farwell and Big Cobb Hybrids will provide you with leading seed products, grower-specific service, and crop planning. Big Cobb Hybrids hybrid placement can take your profitability to the next level. Not only does Big Cobb Hybrids produce, sell, and deliver the highest quality seed, they share all their seed quality information with you, their customers, through their Max Stand program. Big Cobb Hybrids decisions are made locally, and they remain committed to the families they serve. Call Kurt at 308-750-5853. Again, we want to say a big thank you to uh, Craig Schnitzer, always uh, more than kind, and all the folks over here at Kennesaw. Love coming over here, just like we do a lot of places, treated well and just didn't go their way today. And uh, at some point, I, I just feel Kennesaw has had so many good football teams and they just haven't been able to slide through. The playoffs have been their bugaboo, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. As we said in the pregame, Larry, it always seems to be a little something different. Today, it was just an outstanding defensive front from the renegades of Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing. Yeah, in these recent years, it's been injuries, Doug, and this wasn't. They just played uh, a team that was far better than they were up front. What's going to end up happening, I think, for Coach Snitzler is it's going to come out of one of those years. He's going to lose two or three games, and he's just going to be kind of a decent Kennesaw team, and he'll end up playing in the state finals is probably what's going to happen. Well, what a group of seniors. Dane, Isley, as we said, 
Tyson Burr, Stephen Duffy, Daniel Duffy, of course, Philip Quackenbush, Dalton Olson, and Sam Shukai. So they, they've got the quarterback Pulver coming back. Dankert and Schuster will be back. They will have some things to build around, but they are going to have to uh, rebuild that uh, offensive and defensive line. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They're going to graduate some really good kids here. And But the one thing I will say about Coach Schnitzler is, well, let's say he's only done it forever. Yeah. You know, he's second generation rebuilding dudes uh, after guys graduate. Again, don't forget, Elm Creek is currently taking on South Loop on Classic Hits 98.9. After that, the Rivals and Red Scoreboard Show. Merritt Lawson will have all of the eight-man action preview what's coming up on Friday. That's our next game. Larry and I will be at Foster Field at UNK for Kearney High and Omaha Westside. Carney's defense kind of like what we saw a little bit here this afternoon. They're going to need that against Westside 630 pregame kickoff at 7. Yeah, they're going to need to be that stifling, and I think they will. Again, very well coached. Coach Archer will have those guys ready to roll. One more run down the scoreboard, and then we'll send you off to World Series Game 7. Perkins County on a 50-yard Hail Mary on the final play of the game knocks off the top seed, West Holt. 32-27, 32-27, to 27. they will go to Medicine Valley, who beat Hemingford 60-22, to 22. and now Chambers-Wheeler Central Ewing waiting for South Loop and Elm Creek. South Loop has scored first. They lead it 6 to nothing in the first quarter. East Butler leads Nebraska Lutheran 16 to nothing in the first. Johnson Brock beat Pender 66-22. Howells Dodge leads Lord Central Catholic 8 nothing in the first. In D2, ready to start the third quarter. Mullen 39, Giltner nothing on 1230 AM KHAS. The winner will get Lawrence Nelson, a 26-14 winner over Garden County. Twin Loop 14, Paxton nothing in the first quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Dale Blue Hill 49, North Central 20, that game wrapping up on the breeze, 94.5. Why not has beaten Friend 34-10. Fall City Sacred Heart leads Humphrey St. Francis 26-6. And Bruning Davenport Shickley leads Fullerton 8-0. Game still to kick off at the 7 o'clock hour. Bloomfield will take on Randolph, and Creighton will take on Plainview. Tomorrow night, it's high school volleyball on Classic Hits 98.9. Blue Hill and Overton from Grand Island Central Catholic. First serve at 7 o'clock. And then more volleyball coming up on Saturday afternoon and off to state next week. For our producer engineers back at the studio, Spencer Shields and Merritt Lawson, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, the final score, Chambers, Wheeler Central, Ewing 27, Kennesaw 7. From Kennesaw, this is Doug Duda saying good night, everyone. World Series, Game 7, coming up. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.